everybody, you are listening to us, the History Boys. My name is Christopher Whedon, and I'm super stoked because I've got a new group of friends that I can't wait to hang out with after I lo- get away from these losers. Um, you have to pick them up? I gotta pick them up, you know, so let's wrap this shit That'll up. Drive. They're a real cool group of people, be... and they, they worship the sun god, Ross, okay. from Friends. Oh, oh, I see. Um, you know, and we're gonna go, and we're gonna watch a movie together. Venom, uh, the original, not the, the original. new one, that's not out yet, but I'm very excited, so... You know, is your if first we could, time? I've never seen Venom, and it looked very good <laughs> when it came out. And then I saw the trailer for the sequel, and it also looks like a solid, fun action f- adventure film that I can't wait to see the first one uh, with with my new buddies. So uh, as soon as we can get this fucking over with, I would appreciate some hustle on okay. this cherry. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm under the gun on this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I have a time limit. You got it. Yeah, big time. Okay. I might just leave halfway through this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty weird because uh, everyone in the room except for Chris. Oh, by the way, uh, Tyler Armitage, history boy. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Chris, Chris is blind to the fact that somehow he's become friends with their teenagers, but they're also in a cult. Um, and, uh, he gives them rides places, and they uh, um, buy him alcohol. Yeah, uh, <laughs> smokes, and you know, give them rides to like different cult events that they need to go on and. And it's like that episode of King of the Hill where, you know, Bobby gets involved with those, like, kind of weirdos. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, yeah, Zach. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. The one where Bobby's hanging out with the the teenage, the older teenage boys. They're trying to get them to, to drink, like, uh, cow's blood or pig's blood? No, out of a... do- dog blood? Something like so, that. Something stupid. Yeah, Caninus Spiritus. It's That's dog yeah, blood. Yeah, yep. yeah, anyway, sorry. Yeah, enough about Chris drinking rat's blood with a bunch of <laughs> underage, <laughs> underage rapscallions. <laughs> Who else we got in this room? Uh, hello, my my name is uh, is Zach the Drunk Tank uh, Mech. Uh, they 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 call me that because uh, all the alcoholics tend to just like leech onto me, mm-hmm. so I am like the Drunk Tank. That's why we hang out with you. It's true, um, and I keep saying, "Get out of my house! Go on, go on, get, get, you on." It's, it's morning leave. time. Yeah. That's how he tells us to leave after we're done working. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be so scary if he just would put away the gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and but then we might maybe, not leave. Maybe put on some pants. You know, that'd be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would show us some courtesy. Yeah, right? just professional yeah. courtesy. Yeah. Professional guess. courtesy. Yeah. Well, I I thought that you know to assert my dominance, uh, having just one testicle hang out of my boxers uh, <laughs> would. Uh, w- it's would, the size would be of enough. a tennis ball, which is disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that looked. <laughs> I know. Um, Goddamn, I, I need that universal health care. Yeah, it yeah. would be less weird him. if the testicle was your testicle. Um, and not just a testicle, because that's the part that really gets us. Is we, it's not even the same color as the it's, rest of you. It's clearly <laughs> been cut out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, gross. And I am Jerry Nash, your humble history boy. Thank you so much for joining us as we talk about a subject that I've been working on for about a year now. <laughs> Slowly putting this episode together. This is something that has been uh, requested Multiple times by multiple people. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, it's on and on and on. (laughs) Since we started the show, we've we've had this one uh, requested a lot. Are we talking about chili? (laughs) Chili's. Oh, yeah, Uh, the history of chili's, the restaurant. Yeah, the restaurant With with the baby back rooms. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. No, of course, we are talking about Ramses II. Ramses the Great. So he's the sequel to the original Ramses. Mm-hmm. Usually uh, sequels aren't as good as the original, but these days you never are better. Know. I mean, Empire. We'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, Godfather 2. Godfather 2. <laughs> 
Ramsey's the second. <laughs> yeah. Ghostbusters too. <laughs> so I actually want to start today with a sonnet. Oh. Yeah. A sonnet by Percy Shelley. Is she the uh husband of Mary Shelley? <laughs> Shelley was a man, you Philistine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a frisky dingo reference. Yeah. <laughs> Just ripping off stuff from them. That's oh. our first frisky dingo reference. I think. I ding, ding, ding. So. Ding, ding, ding. I think I make them unintentionally all the time. Yeah. So this was, it was written in like friendly competition between two writers because that's what they used to do back in the day. Talk shit. He was, Percy Shelley was writing this about a particular statue that is in Egypt of the head of Ramses that's sitting on the ground in front of one of the ruined, you know, the ruins of one of his temples, right? Mm-hmm. So it, and he never saw this statue. He was told about it, you know. But but still, here's here's what he came up I've with. I've heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> I met a traveler from an antique land, who said, two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command. Tell that its sculptor well those passions read, which yet survive, stamped on these lifeless things, the hands that mocked them and the heart that fed. And on the pedestal, these words appear. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look upon my works, ye mighty, in despair. Nothing besides remains. Round the decay of the colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. Yeah, the Shelley. Yeah, yeah. Shelley so, cool. So what that's sort of about is that, you know, no matter how powerful you are in life, history itself will leave you in the middle of the sand. And yeah. then you'll be right. sort of forgotten Bring you by back time, down. Yeah. You know. And it, I, I, I wanted to put this at the beginning because it happened so long ago that the fact that we know even this much about Ramses the Great is astounding. Truly astounding. Well, we're about to find out just how great he really was. Yes, indeed. I feel like I make that fucking joke every time there's somebody called the Great. (laughs) And it's not my fault. Because if they weren't all called the Great, I wouldn't have to make that joke. So, What about the Magnificent? Ooh, ooh, oh yeah. I I always picture somebody like, oh, the Magnificent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Statue of... uh, Oh, what was this? Solomon? Solomon. Solomon. Yeah. Solomon. <laughs> now, everything about Egyptology is hotly debated. Everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, every number I mention, every number, every single number I mention is debated. Okay. Everybody else, everybody, it seems, has uh, a different idea. A slightly different idea. When do the uh, aliens come in? <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, Fermi's paradox. That's a. That's another thing. Anyway, tell us all about that. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's all sort of just for context, right? So all the numbers I mention, we're just gonna sort of talk about them, and it's just sort of for context. It's not real. Let's not call it fact, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just, all we have. Maybe just take it with a grain of sand. Nice. <laughs> I love that. That's solid. And solid. I'm out. <laughs> See you later, bud. Yeah. Now, born in the New Kingdom era, mm-hmm. around 1303 BCE, 
It's not that new, yeah. <laughs> not to us. Solid joke on my part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ramses was born into very turbulent times. Now, he's sometimes known as Ramses the Great. He was arguably Egypt's greatest king. That's why they called him that. Yeah, yeah. and he ruled for over a staggering 67 years. Oh, wow. One, one of the longest monarchs to ever reign, ever. This is before term limits. Yeah, well, you know, I think Victoria ruled for like 70 or something like that. There was a Thai king that ruled for 70, something like that, 70-some years. Yeah, but he had a bubble. He was like a bubble boy. Yeah. Uh, So did Ramses. We'll see why. He had a bubble too? Oh, he had a bubble. I just figured he was immune to poison. He was was dead, but he had a bubble. Anyway, Uh, we'll get get there. I'm excited. We'll get there. And yeah, he he, uh, died well into his old age, Ramses did. He built many great things and led his military to glory on several occasions and had so many children that no one would have to worry about succession. Ever. <laughs> he had so many children that if you knew the number, you'd probably go blind just from looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Didn't like trying to find out my tie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had as many children as digits of pie. Yeah. <laughs> Curse of the mummy. Yeah, textbook. Now, Ramsey's grandfather was Ramsey's the first. Mm, naturally. That's his grandfather. And Ramsey's the first was a high-ranking military man. He was a commoner. He was not of royal blood. But at this time, no one was of royal blood. The 18th dynasty was crumbling. And it's known as sort of the heretic dynasty, the 18th dynasty is. Because you have Akhenaten that basically, he, he tried to change the religious makeup of, of Egypt. It's all for a story for a different day. But they... They even tried to, like, uh, make it better afterwards, like Tutankhamun. Yeah. Uh, that was his son. King Tut. Yeah, there you go. He didn't rule for very long. He ruled for, like, ten years, I want to say. Wasn't he, like, a, wasn't he like 13 when he died? He was He was a child. Yeah. He was a child. God, that sounds but, awful. But there was right. yeah. his, his vizier named Ai yeah. uh, ruled after him. And then they had a couple other just sort of, you know, lesser military men that were sort of kings. And then we had... Ramses the first. Oh. Ramses the first, we almost know nothing about. He didn't rule for very long. He was an old man, and so his son uh, Seti the first became king after him. Uh, Seti the first really did it right because he had Ramses, his son Ramses, with him on mm-hmm. military campaign. So this kid learned bring him up right all about that stuff, and he really learned. He he was also made co-regent. Just like in, in Rome later, they kind of did the same thing. Busy guy. It's, mm-hmm. you know, doing all that and also the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you made that call. The truth is out there, folks. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that talk in there. So, yeah, in, in times where dynasties start to fail and fall, the military does usually most of the time throughout history sort of fill that power vacuum. And that's what happened here. So the 19th dynasty began with Ramses I. And uh, the traditions that were ignored by the previous dynasty would be restored, presumably to the joy of the Egyptian people. Because, again, they didn't really like the one-god solution that Amun had. And actually, Amun, there is a a record of him standing by the banks of the Nile and saying there is only one god. Which is interesting, because that's also in the Bible. They don't mention who the pharaoh of the Bible is. But, you know, this is something he is said to have done. So... Basically, uh, people have claimed that the Pharaoh of the Bible is multiple people mm-hmm. throughout time. And everyone disagrees. Everyone disagrees who it is. 
So uh, Amun's like, hey, I'm the one guy. And everyone else was like, I got a moon for you. And then they all pulled, they they dropped down there. Did they have pants? They had pants back then. They dropped their Arcanon. pants. <laughs> they're, they're brandishing their buttocks at him, probably yeah. making him feel Wait, did about I say, this big. <laughs> <laughs> did I say, um, did I say a moon? I, I said Akhenaten was the king that said a moon, right? Uh, uh, wait, moon. oh, okay. Wait, no, Akhenaten said a moon was the one god. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah, That's okay. Like, okay, never mind. Anyway, I thought anyway. you said a moon. Was the pharaoh? No, Amun's the sun god. Sorry, I made, ironically, yeah, yeah. he's the sun god because you'd think if he was the sun god, he'd be called the sun and not a moon. Well, I heard that. <laughs> I heard Ross Geller was the sun god. So, yeah, from yeah. the group I hang out with, <laughs> from the new group, yeah, from my new friends, my new friends. <laughs> as Ross defeats the god of destruction, Seth. Yeah. Rogan every night. <laughs> <laughs> They're managing your Facebook page now, and it's. And, <laughs> and by the way, uh, Seth can also be called Set, of course. Raw can also be called Ray, as well. Oh, I've, heard it, I've heard it pronounced both ways. So Ray and Seth, uh, Raw and Set. You know, can it, it, I've heard it pronounced both ways. So Ray and Seth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Ray. Yeah. Ray Nobody Seth, likes Seth. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Seth's a dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, they by this time uh, Egypt was unified. Upper and Lower Egypt were unified, and of course, Upper Egypt is in the south, and Lower Egypt is in the north. Yeah, cause... because the Nile runs into the Mediterranean. Yeah, up. Mm-hmm. Right. See this? I knew. Yeah. Tell me something I don't know, Jerry. Okay, I'm just making sure, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jerry's like, blah, 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 fertile crescent, breadbasket of, uh, of all humanity, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> now, they, if you notice on the statues of, of, of Ramses, he's wearing two crowns. That's that's the two crowns of Upper and Lower Egypt. Bit of a hat on a hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally is a hat on a hat. So the red crown is, is for Lower Egypt, and then the white crown is for Upper Egypt. So you ever notice they're wearing that white crown? Kind of looks like a Pope hat, yeah. mm-hmm. almost. Incredibly insecure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's for Upper Egypt, right? And then the red, of course, is for Lower. It was the way that they showed people, like, do you know who I am? If they got pulled over by a cop for, like, drunk driving or something. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to, like, list all their IMDb credits. They could just be like, look at my hat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was very much a military family. Very much a military family. They were followers of Seth. He's hilarious. Which is well, it's it's interesting because most, you know, mo- there hadn't been a king of Egypt yet that was a follower of Seth, mm-hmm. right? That, so that's interesting. It's it's a, sort of a new thing. Yeah, it's kind of badass. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like like a Satan worshiper president, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it's <clears throat> a yeah, sort of. Well, the different towns had their own sort of patron gods too, mm-hmm. and they would sort of disagree. They'd be like, "My god's better than your god." So, uh, so now there's all these hot new gods coming on the scene. <laughs> well, it's been around for a long time. See, it's time. so much more simple when you have one god, because then nobody fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had red hair. Mm. They did. Some say that like it's a religious thing connected with Set. That that. I, I don't really know how it works, but but if you had red hair, then you were sort all the Seth's followers a of Set. Had red hair or something yeah. is sort so of how I heard Scottish. It. Yeah, if, yeah. If you were a follower <laughs> yeah. of Seth, then you had no soul. Seth had a thick Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> so, Seti's son. There was another son, but he had passed away. So he had the crown prince became Ramses the second. Now his name before he became king of Egypt because you took a new name like the Pope. 
yeah. when he became mm-hmm. king. His name was Ramuso Meriamun. Mamma Mia. Yeah, right. Meaning, Ra has made him beloved of Amun. Oh. Oh. I was okay. hoping it meant unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't, uh, so, isn't Amun... Translate to a tour of Italy. Amun is the one god, right? Like, Yes, basically they they didn't want to worship just one god. Mm-hmm. It's not that they didn't like the one god. It's They're that like, they didn't want to worship just one. We sure. know there's that. They were like, I'm not saying a moon doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. For sure he does. Yeah. I'm just not saying he's number one. Yeah. Well, and there's others that you have to pay tribute mm-hmm. to. You got dog face guy, cat face guy, and the rest. You got that bird. <laughs> you got that bird. Oh, DeAndre Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Toth. Toth. Yeah. God of riding. Oh yeah, there's yeah. Toth. I was thinking of Horus, but they're both birds. Horus, Horus as well. Mm-hmm. He's a hawk-headed yeah. god. Yep. You know? Brandon Fraser's gonna get all of them. <laughs> yeah. Gonna get them. Not these guys again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking love that. And movie. actually, a funny thing: Anubis, the jackal-headed god. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, the thing is, is Anubis. He comes, you know, from the earliest parts of Egyptian religion. Oh, yeah. Earliest parts. I think he'd be an old bus. Because because That's jackals are. They're scavengers, and they mm-hmm. eat dead bodies. Well, yeah, isn't he the god of the dead? Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, he is sort of an eater of the dead. It takes, you know, so, of course, it's a jackal-headed god, right? And then they say, oh, Anubis lives up on a hill in a tent. So when they do mummification, which we'll get to later, it's always sort of away from everyone else. Because it's gross. Because it stinks. Okay, I was right. Also, they don't, you know, they're making curses up there. They don't you know want to be on it. <laughs> Curse. Yeah, they're like, you guys stay away. We don't want any curse to get on you. We're gonna do it over here. Yeah. No. Fucking Elvis and Costello are on their way over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Elvis and Costello? Yes. Elvis. Elvis. Abbott and Costello? No, Elvis Costello. Elvis and, and his brother Costello. Costello. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Costello Presley. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Oh my god. We're the history boys. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we say is true. <laughs> so while he was still young, we're talking, you know, 8, 10, in that era, uh, 12. You know, he's on campaigns with his father. But he takes a wife. Her name is Nefertari. Mm. Not to be confused with Nefertiti. Oh. Completely different. That's 18th dynasty. Yeah. No. Nefertari. She was... She was amazing. We're going to talk about her later. But Was uh, she also a child? Yes. Okay. They were actually around the same age. Okay. And it wasn't odd to, to be married that young. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, Ramses would have a lot of wives. Yeah. She was by far his favorite. And, and we're going to get, get to that. But she was very educated. She knew how to read and write hieroglyphs. Oh, that I was, don't even know how to do that. Now, yeah. yeah well, it's pretty, honestly, it's pretty easy to learn. It is. Don't, don't steal her thunder. But most... <laughs> Most people back then did not know how to do that. By and large, most people... It was just priests mm-hmm. and kings that knew how to do that. She did. She knew how to do all that. As well as... Uh, she also could write in cuneiform script and speak several languages as well. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because cuneiform is just a script. It's like it's like our alphabet, right? It's also a bone in your foot. Ah. Three of them. Okay. Cuneiform? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's pronounced the same. Well, it, it's like it's like you know how French has the same alphabet we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Think of cuneiform like that. Mm-hmm. It you can write in different languages, in in cuneiform. Could she like, write 
in papyrus on papyrus? Um, in the I'm font? Actually, yeah. <laughs> in the papyrus font? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all in Windigs, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, technically, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. It's only because they didn't have Comic Sans yet. Yeah, otherwise, it would have been all they had comic, comic Sans. They had Comic Sans back then. Uh, I don't get it. I just, I want Comic uh, Serif. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> More serious comic. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I mean business, but I'm still a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be graphic novel font. Yeah. A lot of people, actually, on that note, though, a lot of people use pot shards pottery shards as like their scrap paper because papyrus was expensive yeah yeah a lot of people would like make shorthand and then transfer it to papyrus and just take the the pot shards and toss them in the corner so that's how we know all these things is from their like discarded pot pot shards shards. yeah yeah so when you go and you you, for all you kids at home when you take anthropology you think you're going to be indiana jones and then you find out that all your jobs are just Picking through shards, clay shards, <laughs> and putting them in bags and labeling them. That's what you can look forward to. Yeah. Well, it's if a cool you're lucky. job, though. It's a cool job. No, no, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, a lot of travel, a lot of beer drinking. <laughs> oh, that sounds so awful. Now, we do know about Nefertari. Uh, her body was... Uh, her, her tomb was robbed, and her body was destroyed. But we did find pieces of her body. And we can tell from those pieces that she was tall and slender. Mm. And by all accounts, contemporary accounts of hers, uh, she was extremely beautiful. Ah, Extremely beautiful. That's why. (laughs) So whoever got the head. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying he's got a great conversation piece here. She, you know... (laughs) I'm not. I I didn't suggest that they, anyone was gonna. You be... know what? You know what happened is when her tomb was robbed, they took her body out, and they burnt it, roughed for, it up for a bit. for uh, for their fires. Oof. Ah, fuck. That, that must sucks. have went up like a pile of pine needles dry on a summer <laughs> Honestly, day. Honestly, that's what they did. <laughs> Just foom. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that didn't cook my beans. Burnt hair and onions. Scrape the salt off, though. Oof. Anyway, now some even say that she was, that she was even sort of a co-regent of Ramses while he was away on military campaigns, that she made a lot of decisions. Some people disagree with this. Some people just say that she was just the great wife. Uh, they didn't have a word for queen, by the way, in Egypt. They did not. So they were just called, like, the, the number one wife was the great wife. Main wife. Great wife shark. <laughs> <laughs> she was the great wife. But yes, as I mentioned before, he had many wives. A lot of them were taken from the Grand Harem. Nah. The Harem. Mm. Uh, he had a lot of concubines as well. And he had, over his lifetime, he had over 100 children. Over 100 cool. children. There's got to be some doubles in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to name this one Mark. We already have three. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> All right, th- this is Mark the Accident. We already have a Mark the Accident. Mark the Accident 3. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when Seti I dies, Ramses was in his late teens. When he became king of Egypt, like I said, you, you change your name. So the Egyptian kings had five names. Mm. They had the Horus name, right? They had the Nebti name. The Golden Horus name. Oh. Okay. Oh. And the throne name and the given name. 
Mm. The last two are what is in the cartouche. You guys know what a cartouche is? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like their Bible. No. Damn. A cartouche. When you look on the on on like the the walls, how it's always just covered in in hieroglyphs yeah. and writing. Yeah. You'll you'll always notice there's like an oval. There's a circle, and there's writing inside the circle, right? That is a cartouche. What that is is the name of the king. Okay. That's the king's name. Mm-hmm. So no anytime shit. you okay. see a circle with the symbols in the middle, that's a cartouche. Mm. The king's name, right? Huh. So yeah, these last two names would be in 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 the cartouche. Now his Horus name, I'm a, I'm gonna butcher these names horrifically. Can't wait. You're you're not ancient Egyptian. I'm not. Okay. I'm gonna butcher these. So his Horus name, there there's a couple of different translations, and I did everything for this episode except for learn how to speak or learn how to write and transliterate hieroglyphs. I'm going to do my best. All those um, guys are dead. Do whatever you want, man. Yeah. <laughs> could say his name's yeah. Sonny. Like, yeah. 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 Fire. yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. His name is Kanakt Mary Ra, or Uzermatra, hmm. which means... Uh, and, and by the way, the Greeks heard Uzermatra and were like, oh, it sounds like Ozymandias. It's Ozymandias. <laughs> so that's where we get Ozymandias from. Okay, close so enough. So Ozymandias like, like is... The Watchman. Is they kind of did Ramses. the thing Tyler was just talking about, where they're like, just call him, yeah, just call him whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Means, Indius, whatever. It means roughly a strong bull, beloved of Ra. Okay. Mm. He does love a strong bull. <laughs> His Neptune name. Uh, well, I mean, he had a hundred kids, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. he was the bull. <laughs> His Neptune name was Mechemet Waf Kasut, protector of Kemet. Who curbs foreign lands? Cool. Do you know what Kemet means? No. Whatever. That's that's the. <laughs> 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 that's that's the name that the ancient Egyptians would have called themselves. Okay. It's not ah, Egypt. Uh, it's Kemet. Kemet. Okay. Kemet. All right. And actually, a fun fact about that: we get alchemy, which is Arabic, yeah. al chemical, yeah. al alchemy. We get that from Kemet. Chemistry, yeah. basically, we get from Kemet because their nece- what they called the necessary art was medicine. Okay. And it was the first ever civilization to have specialists. They had eye doctors, they had ear oh. doctors, they had gynecologists. Oh. They huh. had all these things. Uh, it was the necessary art medicine was. And so we get Kemet, we get that, that we, we finally get chemistry from the name of Egypt. But the real question was. Was it free, or did they have to get insurance? <laughs> <laughs> there was no such thing as insurance. It was probably free, but they could only do certain things for you, yeah. right? There was the, there were a lot of uh, uh, things that simply didn't work. They just didn't know yet. Yeah. Uh, they didn't they didn't know what bacteria was. They had no infection, uh, yeah. any way to deal no with germ infection. Theory, no germ theory. No germ stuff. theory. Right. A lot of salves. Yeah, <laughs> I'd imagine salves didn't work. Yeah, but but uh, that made you feel better. They ground up worms, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, a lot of things that just didn't help. But did you need a prescription for certain boozes or no? <laughs> probably not. I mean, okay. they no. probably had beer. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. It's and much. then we have the golden Horus name, Uzurenput Anektu, which means powerful in years, great in victories. Strangely prophetic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I should have asked this question earlier, but... What is the difference between Horus and Golden Horus? It's uh, the Horus right before the sun sets. Because <laughs> I'm thinking like Super Saiyan Horus. Uh, basically, Super Saiyan it, Horus, it yeah. has to do with an outward projection 
Uh, so your Horus name is sort of your outward projection to your people on how you relate to Horus. And then there's your Golden Horus name, which is more... I, the way I understand it, at least, is how it relates to your eventual afterlife. Yeah. Because afterlife and, and death really loomed large in, in the Egyptian mindset. They couldn't sure, wait sure. to die. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your whole life was in preparation for death. Interesting. Okay, that, that's that's what I was trying to kind of wrap my head I, around. I believe so. Uh, don't take that with fact, but I, I believe so. And yeah, they were resurrectionists. They believed that you would resurrect in a, a very similar world. The, they believed that the next world would be very similar to, to this one. So their religion was the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, what they thought would happen is that they would, of course, they were buried with food. Yeah. They were buried with, they were buried with all their shit. All their money and all their shit and written on the walls is what you have to do, right? Because there's like the book of the gates written on the walls. And the book of the gates just is like, okay, here's all the magic words you got to say to these gatekeepers that don't want to let you in, right? So like you go, oh shit, I got to say this, I got to say this, I got to say, okay, great. I'm ready for those gates. <laughs> you're bleeding out like, I got to fucking memorize Well, you're, you're a mummy. You're oh, a mummy, yeah, right? Well, you're all wrapped up. You got to memorize those. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. all wrapped up, ready to curse some people. <laughs> the original Book of the Dead is just on the walls of their tombs. And actually, after the, the collapse of the Old Kingdom, basically the, the original Book of the Dead is just what's written on the walls. And, and the crazy part is after the Old Kingdom collapsed during the intermediate period, people went into these tombs and they found out that you, you could resurrect if you did all this stuff. Necromancers. And they're like, I want it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So before in the Old Kingdom, it was just for the, the kings. No one else had this knowledge. But now everybody did. So now everybody wanted to be mummified. And actually, they had, like, a mortuary uh, industry where, like, you straight up, like, if you weren't super rich, you could pay for sort of, like, the econo uh, <laughs> mummification. <laughs> it's a like coach. Yeah. And, and they didn't have colonies elsewhere outside of Egypt because if you didn't die in Egypt, then there was a chance you wouldn't be mummified and the right stuff done to you and you wouldn't resurrect. So they didn't want... No one wanted to live outside of Egypt. It's like the oldest cult. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Wait, I have another dumb question to ask. Yeah, go for it. Wasn't... Uh, I thought that there was a, a, a town outside of uh, Egypt or someplace, some, like, fucking hidden secret oasis place that they used to do trade with. They traded with a lot of people. They right. traded with a lot of people, but they didn't have colonies outside. Okay. They, but they would trade, yes. Okay. Uh, they didn't. They weren't great sailors, either. People would come to them, but they weren't great sailors. They, they were spoiled by the Nile because mm -hmm. all you had to do was put up a sail, and you could go one way or take down the sail. You can go the other way, you know. Yeah. So it, if they were really spoiled by the easy, Nile, easy. and any time they ever went anywhere else, they really hugged the coast. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm, they sure. just weren't very good. Yeah, at that. fuck, fuck, fuck. So the stuff <laughs> in American Gods about them going to America way back in the day is probably bullshit. It's bullshit. Thor yeah. Heyerdahl. Yeah. Remember him? It. Yeah. He said that that was what happened. Yeah. That the ancient Egyptians got these uh, reed boats, these unsinkable reed boats that they used on the River Nile. Yeah. And they sailed through the Mediterranean, either through the Mediterranean or down through the, over the Horn of Africa. Yeah. And made it across the Pacific to South America. Well, that's bullshit. Sounds like quite the trek. That just seems like a stretch to me. I think it's bullshit. If you choose to to believe in that, that's you. But but I think it's bullshit. As an entire society of people that are terrified of not dying at home, 
I don't think it's possible. Yeah, they're terrified of the ocean. It's so far from Egypt. You know they didn't get mummified if they did that. Yeah, you wouldn't get mummified if you went all the way across. You know, come on. Are, are we out of are, are we out of raw names? Because I feel like every time you say I'm speaking a book of the dead, the clouds are really <clears throat> kind of collecting over the house. Oh, so yeah. I'm really... I'll, I'll just I'll keep I'll keep reading it, and and we're gonna have like a thunderstorm. Yeah. <laughs> then we're gonna get cursed. <laughs> <laughs> so early in Ramsey's reign. Uh, about his fifth year into his reign, uh, he led an army of 20,000, we are told, uh, by his own propaganda. Again, take, take all of it with a grain of salt, because we know all yeah. of this through his own propaganda. Okay? Uh, well, so he told me. Yeah, exactly. Right. But he took his mar- uh, army into modern-day Syria. This is a place where his father was doing a lot of military campaigns as well, against the Hittites, mm. which is modern-day Turkey. The Hittite Empire was in modern-day Turkey. They go around hitting people's titties. <laughs> mm. So there's a place in the Levant, uh, in, in Syria, ancient city called Kadesh. And this was this, uh, it was a contested city that they, you know, the Egyptians would fight for, the Hittites would fight for it, and it was just sort of this contested place. So Ramses, uh, he leads his army up there. He he kind of, he, he's getting closer, and, and honestly, there's something really interesting about this is he has to cross a desert to get there. When you do this and you're moving 20,000 people, you, you run into supply problems and you have to really figure out su- supply issues. Like, how do you feed and water an entire army like this? Like, if you get to a town with four wells, people are going to die. Or, in the middle of the desert, you crack a single Coors Light. And then you hear that chugga 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 choo-choo. The starts coming down. Right, Next thing yeah. you know, there's a bunch of chicks in American flag bikinis <laughs> shooting you with t-shirt cannons. Yeah, spraying fire hoses and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, problem solved. Yeah, yeah. water supplies were, were a problem. Anytime there's anything like that, yeah, you, 20,000 people, town of four wells, those wells will dry up with... Yeah. with you ca- simply can't water all of yeah, those people. They will die of thirst. Right. So, uh, there was even one one bonkers theory that's mentioned by Herodotus that said uh, that they tied a bunch of sheep stomachs together mm-hmm. and made a pipeline of water what? across the desert. No, they didn't. Wait, what was they the pipe made not. out of? What that was sheep, sheep stomach. Yeah. That would rot fast. It just, it wouldn't work. Yeah, like, you well, speaking you of jackals, all together. <laughs> yeah. they'd come and they'd fucking chew on the lines. Yeah, yeah, dogs. I yeah, mean, you, gotta, on, man. you gotta send guys back to fucking fend off the jackals trying to chew on your intestine pipe. Yeah, yeah it just wouldn't work. It's uh, fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but he gets close to Kadesh, and there's these uh, defectors, and uh, they say, uh, oh, we'd much rather be with you, you know, Ramses, and he goes, you know, he interrogates them, and he's like, uh, you know, where's the enemy? He's like, oh, they're up here. The Hittites actually heard, knew that they were coming. So uh, the Hittite king, Muwatalis, mm. uh, he actually had 40,000 troops laying in wait to surprise Ramses. And he was taken off guard. And when it looked, when the battle looked its bleakest, the, the Stellas that are Stelas, or you can pronounce it a bunch of different ways. I'm gonna say Stella. It's that's how I heard Stella. it. Stella. Yeah. How did I know? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I I almost said it too. Yeah, but I was uh, trying to remember the name Street House. Street, 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 street car. Street car. Our name Desire. Uh, street like, Street Street House named street Car. House. Uh, street House named Car Desire. <laughs> uh, played by uh, Elvis and Costello. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Elvis yeah. as well I, as Costello. Yes, I know the. <laughs> I mostly know it from The Simpsons. 
Uh, so they were they were ambushed, right? According to Ramsey's account, he he himself led a group of very a small troop, not not very many troops behind him, and he personally led a charge and routed the Hittites. Oh, you got right. to. How he do it? I uh, probably didn't. Uh, this is what it, <laughs> what it says on his. On, on a Stella, right? He's like, we're we're going after that town. <coughs> we really want more towns that are onomatopoeias. So we're going after Kadush. And uh, he transformed into his golden Horus form, right, yeah. right? Which gave him a lot more power, and he uh, kamehameha them all. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, what 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 is more accurate is uh, that it ended inconclusively. The battle ended inconclusively. Everybody got bored and went home. TV. <laughs> <laughs> It was a Vietnam situation, mm-hmm. is what Battle it was. Battle of attrition. Ramses was offered a peace treaty, and he refused it. And he actually settled for just a uh, a truce. <laughs> and he said, he said, I'll be back, basically, and then left. That feels like not a conqueror move. He shows up, well, gets a stalemate, <laughs> they go, how about we just... Just chill. And he goes, no, I'm still conquering you. They're like, but did you see what happened out there? And he's like, yeah, but no, like, this is a thing. He's like, how about we truce? He's like, how about I be back? Yeah. <laughs> like, Whatever, man. <laughs> let, let, well, me, let me think about it. <laughs> well, the thing is, is... Uh, I'm going to get a couple he, more guys and kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring my buddies down here. Going back down and being like, hey, Push around a bit. anyone else want to <laughs> kick these guys' asses? <laughs> well, according to his own propaganda, because when he came back, this is way like Washington... Like uh, Dr. Bob Breyer, which is where I got a lot of this from, uh, he he said that it was like Washington crossing the Delaware. Like mm-hmm. this, this is this the is, moment uh, in the lexicon. This is this is what seals his fame, right? Okay, and and he puts it everywhere. He puts the story of this battle everywhere. Like this is the uh, best, the the best reported on, the best cataloged event in all of ancient history. Because it's everywhere. He carved it on everything. I want them all to hear about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great piece of propaganda. Great piece. I feel like it's the military equivalent of having your significant other tell you it's a good size. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then you're like, I'm going to go tell all my friends what she said. Yeah. Three, I, the three world, inches really. is adequate. Yeah. <laughs> But if you ask the Hittites, though, like they 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 have done archaeology around Turkey, of course, they found uh, the same type of thing during the Hittite time, and they said that they won. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they're both at sort of a stalemate, right? Well, right. One group stayed in the same place, and the other group went home. So I think I'm gonna trust the Hittites. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was inconclusive. And then they both went home. But but according, if you just listen to Ramses, he kicked their ass. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds like he's full of shit. Yeah. He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Fucking grifter ass king. He. I mean, he probably did well, but not nearly as well as what he says. Yeah. You know. Gentlemen, see. Yeah. So Ramses, uh, he even went back to Kadesh. Uh, there was the siege of uh, Dapur. And he actually fended off the sea peoples, people mm. from the Mediterranean, uh, Sardinians, okay. Sardine uh, men. Yeah, yes. and uh, the Mermen. thing is, is well, a lot of people, delicious. Mm. a lot of people mistake that for Ramses the Third. Now, Ramses the Third is part of actually a different dynasty, uh, Dynasty okay. Twenty, but he named himself after Ramses the Great. It's like mm. two dynasties after. 
It's one dynasty. Oh, wait, okay. It's yeah. the next dynasty after Ramses II. It's the reboot. Yeah. <laughs> and and during the 20th dynasty, everybody is named Ramses. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ramses the uh, Third is is the one that fought off the Sea Peoples during the Bronze Age collapse. Mm. Uh, not Ramses the Second. He did fight against the Sea Peoples, but it's not that battle is the that, 20th... that is depicted. You know, on I'm the thinking walls. of Merman every time you say yeah. Sea Peoples. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, no, I'm imagining they got crab claws. <laughs> we don't know who they were really. Yeah, they were crab people. We we, don't. we assume that they were probably sailors that fought. No, they're crab, like, they're crab people. Taste like crab, look, look like, like people. people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, delicious. Turns oh, out yeah. they're actually a Lovecraftian horror. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and he had military campaigns in the south in Nubia, as well. But he he also he moved the administration capital from Memphis to his new Tennessee. city. <laughs> 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 sorry, He's trying sorry, to get his sorry, his country music out there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's not Hank. Will- he's not Hank Williams, man. Uh, no, uh, who is though? You know. What uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's yeah. more of a Waylon Jennings. He, mm. d- although Hank Williams did have a dynasty uh, to speak of, he moved it away from Memphis to a new city called Pi Ramses, and I've also heard that pronounced differently. But but he built a new city in the north, in in the lower kingdom. In the Delta, in the Nile River Delta, basically, so it was, it was more strategic. So he, he, all of his incursions into Syria, he was more centrally located. Closer to restaurants. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Closer to his fav- favorite, like, halal restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nile Delta, that's where all the yum-yum-yums come from. <laughs> Thebes, actually, which isn't, that's the Greek name for the mm-hmm. city. But that was the religious seat of power, right? That was where... You know, Karnak is near there, and Karnak is a is a, a it's a temple complex. Don't think of it as one temple. It's 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 huge. You it's can like get a lost. Yeah, you can get lost in Karnak. It's like Epcot, but more religious. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than that, I, I believe. Bigger than um, Epcot? I believe it's a I believe it's a hundred acres in one direction, and it's big. It's we're gonna, big. We're gonna need a bigger people mover. Yeah, <laughs> actually, Thebes is. So I, I mentioned it's a Greek name, but uh, Wasset is is the Egyptian name. That's what they would have called it. It's modern day Luxor. Okay. Yeah, but Wasset is what they would have called it. It's that black pyramid that shoots a laser into the sky. <laughs> oh, on the strip. Yeah. 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 That's that's Luxor. Yeah, the Luxor Casino or yeah. whatever it is. Skipping ahead just a little bit, in in Ramses twentieth something year of his rule. Uh, he actually negotiated a peace treaty with the Hittites, and a lot of a lot of people say that Nefertari had a had a hand in this, because there are records that she said she had correspondence with the Hittite like queen or princess or whatever, uh, because the Hittite the, the Hittite king kept getting deposed and dying. There there were they had their own political struggles, hmm. but Ramses like outlived. A bunch of them, basically. <laughs> but but she had correspondence, and and that she became friends with these people. Some people say that she had a big hand in coming to this peace treaty, right? So around again year twenty of his rule, he signs a peace treaty, and this peace treaty is the first recorded peace treaty in world history. Oh, whoa. first one is written on a silver plate. Oh. oh, you could put you could serve cheeses and charcuterie off of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the opposite side of the peace treaty was the uh, was the pilot episode of uh, Sex on the City. 
that uh, the Atari <laughs> was trying to get done. Yeah. Uh, so it's written in uh, cuneiform, but in two different yeah. languages, right? For better reception. <laughs> <laughs> it was written in Akkadian and yeah. Egyptian. But yeah, you transliterate it, yeah. you know, and yeah. Anyway, they were very impressed by the fact that it was silver. And actually, this piece really stood for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Crazy. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Well, and the first the first of its kind. And it's, it's something that, you know, is a pretty common element of, like, kind of the, the martial experience, right. you know, in terms of... Uh, Either one person loses, one person wins, you sign a peace treaty, and it's right. always been something that's there. Not right. always. Right. That's the first one. Right. So, pretty it cool. Is. It's the first one. Yeah. And and another thing that Ramses would do, outside of his military, you know, his martial experience, uh, he would build a lot of things. A lot of things. He, he built it Abydos. Was it pyramid-shaped? No. No, <laughs> it wasn't. Pyramids were a thousand year, years old by this point. Okay. Think about this. How far away is a thousand years for us? Think about that. that. Yeah. That is how far away the the pyramids were for Ramses the Second. So those are those that already old. been there. Nobody gives a shit. He's like these old ass fucking buildings. And I'll, I'll come back to that. I'll come back. Some to that. idiots built these a long time ago before I was cool. Yeah. Yeah. But no Abydos, uh, he built a mortuary temple where his father Seti the First uh, was was laid to rest. Uh, his father probably started that as well. Uh, Ramses is called the Great Chiseler. As well, because he <laughs> he covered up he, he he covered up what other people had put and put his own name over the top of it. He like erased their name and put his own name on it. What a dick. and he did that everywhere. <laughs> so like it makes it really hard for Egyptologists because they have to be like, now is this really Ramses? Chances are it's probably not. Yeah, you know, or I not one hundred percent. Chislers is actually a sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> and then he built the Ram Ramesseum. That's Is that his, named after him? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's his uh, mortuary temple where he personally was buried. However, during, again, still ancient times, during certain uh, times of other instability after him, they were robbing tombs, and priests took a lot of the mummies out of those tombs and hid them somewhere else. This is called the Royal Cache. So when they found it in the 1880s, uh, it was actually found... Is actually found much earlier in the early 1800s, yeah. but it was lost again, and then they rediscovered it in the late 1800s. That that's where they found this royal cache of mummies. It's a bit of a surprise curse situation. <laughs> Maybe you're gonna get treasure. Boom! Surprise! You're all cursed because there's like four mummies in here. That's four times the curse. Oh God! Yeah. yeah, I don't even know I can breathe with all that curse. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make this guy dark with curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he built uh, these hypostyle halls with 48 columns. These giant columns. Giant columns. Columns were hot at that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the way to hold up a roof. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's the only way to hold up a roof. He also built at Karnak. Everybody built at Karnak. Everybody added things onto Karnak. In fact, a lot of stuff that his father, Seti I, built at Karnak, he erased and then put his own name on mm -hmm. it. Uh, <laughs> What and, a and, fucking... But this guy just seems like a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. no, well, exactly. well, let me explain this to you. Okay, so so doing that, like, he even says, like, it's a good son that completes his father's work. He says that on, on one of the temples. And But uh, it wasn't like Seti and Ramses the second, like, no, fucking no, 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 bar no. and grill or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
Seti and Sons. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. No, it's yeah. not that. Honestly, it, it it's kind of religious. It's yeah. kind of religious. It, like, a lot of people think, you know, when they see that, their knee-jerk reaction is like, man, this guy's ego is through the roof. And it was. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, but at the same time, no. It, it, what he was thinking is that the gods would look down on him and that they would see these temples that are built for them and they would give credit to us, who, whoever's name was on it. So may as well just put your name on it. Theological mm-hmm. trickle-down economics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It really is, honestly. Talk about ramifications. <laughs> there you go. Uh, That's a good one. His most impressive thing that he ever built was his temples at Abu Simbel. Oh. You guys, you guys know what Abu, Abu Simbel is, right? No. I thought you were going to say his Trans Am. Honestly, no. <laughs> yeah, he got an open run and finally he's got, he's got, <laughs> got it off of those blocks. It. Everyone doubted him. It, it, it was, was fucking cherry now. Yeah, it was his brother's four twenty-seven in it, man. It fucking flies. <laughs> it was right outside his brother's garage on, yeah. on blocks for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, calls Lee, it Rams. Uh, he's the third. <laughs> All those kids get sad about it. (laughs) No, Abu Simbel, uh, that is the temple I'm sure you've all seen. Carved out of the mountain. Out of a Mm. mountain. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, now you see it. And there's four statues out front. 66 feet tall. 67. Or 66. I've heard both. Feet tall. And there's four of them, and they're all him. They're all... Not not a one is Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're all sitting next to each other, and of course, in the middle is where you enter. Yeah. Right? He has smaller statues, one of Nefertari and one of his mother. Next one, they're smaller. Uh, right when, when you walk in, they're, they're the smaller statues. All of his exploits, you know, Kadesh, the story of Kadesh, all inside. But the first thing you see is, uh, you know, bound people. You know, like people that are like, you know, languishing under the yoke of, of the pharaoh, the king. Mm-hmm. Right? It was, actually, <laughs> it was actually built in Nubia, south of their border to warn anyone going up the Nile mm. that you're entering Egypt, buddy. Yeah. And this is Ramsey's town, because, friend. Yeah, because when, you, when you're when you on a boat on the Nile, you have to pass this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling, like, okay, full disclosure, I am pretty terrified of all Egyptian statues. Don't really know why. Curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cursed. Uh, no, they, they'll curse you. That's what they do. I don't really know why, but I'm terrified. But but if I were what was a Nubian coming, you know, up yeah. the Nile, and I saw this shit, I would turn right the fuck back around. Because if you were brave enough to go inside, it's like, oh, we kicked your motherfucking asses a long time ago. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm getting out of here. It's like the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean. The ride? It's like uh, abandon all hope, ye who enter. Exactly. The beginning yeah. of the ride. Yeah. And then you hit that first drop. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So maybe it's not so bad. And robots. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> They're Just, dressed like pirates. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. But uh, actually, you know how one of the statues, if you look at Abu Simbel, one of the statues, the head is missing and it's sitting on the on the ground next to next to it. That that happened by an earthquake while Ramses was still alive. An earthquake happened and the head fell off. God damn it. And he always wow. meant to get around to putting it back on and just couldn't get around to it. <laughs> Too busy putting his name on all this other shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you get, he has, you know, you gotta list, 
you make a list of all the projects you have to do around your kingdom, mm-hmm. and you know things get priori- priorities get shuffled. You well, know? The, well, the thing is, is no one had ever done anything like this before mm-hmm. in Egypt. No one had ever even thought of anything like this. Carving something out of the living rock like this. No one had ever done anything like that. Usually, they cut shit out of blocks mm-hmm. and then go from there. Right? Yeah. They stack them up and then go from there, right? But stack no. blocks. Yeah, but not this. This is carved out of the mountain, right? So, like, when st- something like that happens, not a lot you can do about it if you're living back in these times, right? And actually, on a certain day, the sun shines all the way through the temple and illuminates Ramses and Nefertari that are sitting in the middle all the way in the back of, of the temple. Whoa. And they think... That's on Ramsey's birthday, is when is when that happened. The day, because there's one day where that happens. That's crazy. It's that's absolutely awesome. insane. Wouldn't that, wouldn't so that day slowly cool. change over time, though? Probably. Yeah. Probably, but when when it was built, it was probably that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So it might have shifted by a couple days. One I don't way or know. Another. I'm, I, I'm not a but scientist. I have no idea. The weird part is when the sun hits it, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, on a certain day. The sun still illuminates those statues. Mm -hmm. It does. That's cool. And actually, a crazy story, almost a story for a different day, when the Aswan Dam was built and Lake Nasser was created. Lake Nasser, by the way, is the largest man-made body of water ever. But it was going to submerge Abu Simbel. And so what they did is UNESCO, with the help of like all the countries of the world, got together and they, they straight up cut it cut Abu Simbel into blocks, big blocks, but they cut it into blocks and they moved it up. Wow. Same island. It's in the same place. They just moved it up. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. It was a, f- it, and you can't tell. That's you a gargantuan feat. Tell. It is a gargantuan feat. You can't tell at all. And they moved it up. It was a feat of engineering that Ramses himself would be impressed with. It, it, you cannot tell. I I can't believe that they did it. It's insane that they Wh- did it. When was when did this happen? That's the 1960s. Oh, oh wow. Okay. When this happened, insane, huge feat of engineering, huge feat. And uh, uh, by the way, uh, right next to it, just to the right of Abu Simbel, is the temple to Nefertari, that that he built for her because he loved her so much. Oh. Above the temple of Nefertari, by the way, her statues are the same height. As Ramsey's statues. That's unheard of in the ancient world. Wow. He, he, he clearly respected her and loved her a great deal. But above the door, when you go in, says, For Nefertari, for whom the sun shines. No, oh, he's a romantic. Isn't that amazing? Uh-huh. <laughs> it says that to this day, <clears throat> you know? For no. whom the sun shines. And just below it, it says, And I will never leave my underwear on the doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I need to get me a husband like that. Hey. <laughs> well, if you ever thought that you've given like the perfect gift, I mean, Ramsey's always tops you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Carving a, a temple out of the fucking living rock. Edible arrangements are a close second. Which <laughs> brings me to our ad break. Uh, when you gotta send somebody some flowers, but you'd rather it be pineapple, that's what you do. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> I liked that it was an ad for edible arrangements in general. Yeah. Not a specific yeah. brand. I thought that was the company. Edible, is that a name of a company? That's the name of yeah. the company. LLC. Oh, yes, that's yeah. funny. Yes, I thought. Uh... So what? Uh... <laughs> Google it and find whatever one's the cheapest. I don't care. 
<laughs> so Ramses had a lot of kids. He had a lot of sons. He had over 50 sons. Not a at least. one named Ramses. Because that was reserved for his Trans Am. <laughs> right. Trans Amses. Trans Trans Ramses. <laughs> Solid gold Trans Am. Yeah. <laughs> Drives around playing like uh, Foghat. 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 Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Sister Christian. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, By Night yeah. Ranger. Yeah. 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 Night, Night Ranger. <laughs> anyway. And he yells Motorin out the car window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He rolls it down, he plays it real loud. Yeah. yeah. But that's the only part of the song he knows. It's just oh, yeah. Motorin. Yeah. yeah. Kind yeah. Of goes, he's, like, he's like, hold on, guys. This is my favorite part. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he's where way Alfred Molina. Yeah, that's what I mean. Ramses had, again, a lot of children. Uh, he had a couple of kids of note. Mm. Uh, his son that was supposed to be his successor. Nixon. <laughs> his name was Amun Her Kepshef, mm. which means Amun is strong in his arm. I've also heard Amun is strong in the sword. Ooh, so that makes sense. I can see how that can mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was a bit of a Baraka. He had sword arms. Yes. Yep. Okay. He could do a spin move. He could do a dicey move. Yeah. Spit acid. Does he spit acid? That's reptile. Uh, no, that's but this guy did. But but my favorite one of of Ramses the Second Sons is uh, Kyle Wasset. Kyle Wasset. Kyle Wasset. Kyle Wasset. He he was a uh, Wasset, meaning he was a priest of Wasset, okay. uh, which yeah. is Thebes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. He yeah. he was the high priest of Thebes, and he was the first, the first Egyptologist and the first archaeologist mm. in in recorded history. Sounds like it was some nepotism got him that job. There was. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> what 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 it was is that he he was afraid that we all are. that everyone was going to forget about who built the pyramids because <laughs> the pyramids are already a thousand years old, and he goes. You know, people these days, kids these days don't know who built the pyramids. They don't know shit. People are just forgetting. So so there was weed back then. Because I feel like that revelation is a weed revelation. Like, like he's smoking a drink. He hit the blunt. What if, like, nobody remembers this? Someone's got to keep track of all this shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) So what he did, though, is he went and he labeled all of the pyramids. So if you go to the pyramids of Giza now... You'll see Stella's in front. And, you know, people pass by them and they think that they're from the time. No. They're from a thousand years later. Kaim Wasit put those there. That he labeled shit. all of them. He was the first one to make, like, museum signs. Yeah. He invented in front of the things. label maker. Yeah, yeah he, basically. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he got out his <laughs> <mean>, touch and <laughs> just started just labeling everything. Yeah. Shouldn't Which have put is price amazing. tags on them. We, <laughs> there's a lot of things we wouldn't know without him. Yeah. Honestly. Well, good for him, then. Yeah, yeah, been yeah. talking a lot of shit. But his 13th son would actually be his successor. I can't believe he can keep track at that point. Yeah, well, he has a whole place where all of his sons are listed. Can you, like, write this down? Because, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> it's all, they're all listed, and You're there's just, a shit ton of them. He's just, like, sit, like, I'd like to think it's in front of the toilet. And he's sitting there. It's like he's on the John. Yeah, and he's looking at. He's looking he at did have the, a bathroom. Well, I mean, it's and good. He had an indoor bathroom. It's good to be the king. It's good. Um, I, Not always. It, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's true. To, like kill you. It didn't have a closing door, so uh, <laughs> had a curtain. Had a beaded curtain. Uh, it's like taking a shit at the at lava lounge. Yeah. Lava lounge. Yeah. You know, it's bad when the curtains are rumbling. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, he looks at his list of sons and he goes, that one, 73. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, now I've heard this pronounced a few different ways, but his 13th son would actually be his successor. The one that came after Ramses II. Uh, Marinepta, I believe is how it's pronounced. Or Mernepta, I don't really know. Anyway, I'm sure I'll get somebody telling me who... who People love to correct uh, pronunciation. Yeah. It's like their main thing. It's their main thing. It's Welcome things to that making don't, a history podcast, Things guys. that don't make... Yeah, things that doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> they like to correct me on. Anyway... But he had a he had a, a whole you know underground tomb built and I guess uh, it's two levels two two levels underground, and and people that have been inside say that it's it's disorienting, because there's so many rooms, and you know covered in hieroglyphs, mm-hmm. but it's so many rooms, fucking pitch black down there, so you're down there like think about like the first people that found this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they're walking down there with a candle, and they're like, oh, fuck, there's more dead bodies in here. Oh. <laughs> you know? We're going to get so cursed. You yeah. got a torch, and you're yeah. waving it away because there's bats. And then... Probably not bats. Is it sealed? It's well, sealed in there? Okay, fine. Then you turn, and there's like a bunch of... You're like, oh, that wall that's a shiny wall. Oh, it's a bunch of scarabs. <laughs> they go away, and then you find like a jewel. I don't know. <laughs> but just... uh, but by the way, think about scarabs. Is uh, they symbolized existence, oh. and and the most common piece of jewelry we find because they they traded all things scarab mm-hmm. all around, so we find them in Greece. They yeah they symbolized existence, so to, you would exist, you'd be yeah. alive, you know, and and a lot of people had those. The most rare thing they almost never find is the ankh. Oh really? They almost never find that. And it, then, it was it was for the gods. It was, yeah, it was, it was for very, the gods. Yeah. It was not for common people. Yeah. So it wasn't until the uh, early '90s when uh, all the goth kids started rocking <laughs> the, the onk tattoos and everything. Well, and it's it, mentioned a lot on the walls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd see. Pictures they just of gods. didn't have a lot of like seventeen-year-old uh, girls who have a friend with a tattoo gun back then. <laughs> <laughs> now Nefertari, uh, she died around the twentieth year of his rule. And a lot of people link things, because around the 20th year of his rule, a lot of things happened. Uh, that's when they signed the, the peace treaty, around that time. Pretty young. Uh, fairly young, fairly young. And it's also where he sort of stopped doing military campaigns. Um, he, he started getting softer, I guess. Not, not you know... Weaker. Not weaker, just... Just, just he, a little push. He didn't want to he, mm-hmm. he go into battle anymore. It's like a mini bone. He's fucking tired, man. But a lot of people think that it's because he lost his wife. Maybe that's why he signed the peace treaty. Yeah. He didn't sign it, but, you know, he agreed to it. And maybe, uh, you know, all these things. Because having that many children and having all these wives, he must he must have experienced death constantly. Especially if he lived... A lot of those kids probably almost, died. Yeah, it, like, at least to 90. You know, some people say he lived to 88. Some people say he lived... You know, 92, 93. So I, I'll, I'll say 90. That splits the difference, right? He lived very old. Very old. Especially in that time. A lot of his kids died. Mm-hmm. Maybe at least one a year died. At least. Somebody he knew died. You know? He knows and, too many people. Yeah, and like, so he sort of has this... He changes. He changes. Well, I'd like to think that everything that he was doing, he was doing to impress some chick. 
Mm-hmm. And, then when, and then when she died, he was like, oh, well, fuck it. Like, Sounds like literally <laughs> what happened. Yeah, yeah, like, no he, more Nefertari. Yeah. So he's like, starts fuck eating it. Cheez-Its and yeah. watching Mass Singer. <laughs> <laughs> I bet this one's Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Robert De Niro. It's, it's fucking Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's pretty good, too. Anyway, that I love that show, by the way. Uh, we'll that's, get into that, yeah. If if you want to talk about that, join us on Beers with the Boys, and uh, we will talk. If you want to talk about Mass Singer? I'm more than willing. We, you know we will what? Do that on Be- Actually, Beers with the Boys. I'm gonna just real quickly uh, an aside. The topic for next Beers with the Boys will be it's trash, but it's my trash. Oh yeah, because we did movies. We did, do that, we, yeah. we did we did that with specifically movies. We're opening. We're gonna crack that wide open. Mm. Anyway, That's actually a very good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Back to the history. Okay, she died. Uh, Nefertari. She died right after the dedication of her temple at Abu Simbel. It was either on the trip or just after or just before. You know, it, it was right around that time though. He was absolutely heartbroken, and you can tell that uh, the tomb that he built for her, which is one of the most, if not the most, beautiful tomb in all of Egypt. It's painted white. Not a lot of tombs are painted white, but it's painted a white background, and all of, you know, it's carved very beautifully, painted very beautifully, and there's no mention inside the tomb of Ramses himself. It's all to Nefertari. It's, that it's beautiful. is amazing. Mm, it yeah. truly is, especially considering who this guy is. He's an egomaniac yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, despite the fact that he only put down the primer coat and then got lazy, <laughs> <laughs> big ups on him for not mentioning himself at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, she's buried in the Valley of the Queens, mm. which is a later name that was. So they dump all the queens, yeah. Um, <laughs> RuPaul's going to be buried over yeah. there. Yeah, uh, I was like, did that sound homophobic? That wasn't. <laughs> uh, usually in uh, uh, so when when the Valley of the Kings and the Valley of of the Queens were was discovered, there was you know archaeologists went around and numbered all of them. Thank God mm. they did, because it was so hard to keep track. From best to worst. <laughs> they ranked them. Yeah. Uh, I, no. <laughs> They're like, BuzzFeed's going to be a thing someday, guys. <laughs> she's she's buried in QV66. Okay. Mm. You know, Queens Valley 66. Tomb number 66. So is, are they all KV, QV? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, Valley of the Kings, Valley of the Queens. And she's 66? She's 66. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, Step on a scorpion on the side of the highway or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like whenever it's real 66, it's always something. It's yeah. like a st- there's like a scorpion and then like cowboy boot steps on it. And it's like a yeah. cool guy smoking a cigarello. Yeah, and he's got like mirrored aviators on yeah. it or Rape swisher. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a black and mild. By the way, I, I googled <laughs> the word root and the first thing that came up was root 66. But I think your phone's you, listening to you. You should get your kicks over there. That's where I get my kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I get mine at Queens Valley 66. <laughs> so he ruled for a long time. 67 years. Which is a long time. It's a good run. Too long. Well, the thing is, in ancient Egypt, if, if there's a ruler, generally speaking, that rules for a very long time, things start to go downhill a little bit. And that's because, you know, they're not as involved mm-hmm. in a lot of start things. They're, they're, they're old. Yeah. Not a lot of people are as well versed in administration, right? So any successor afterwards is like inherits sort of a, like a ghost house. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're like, ah, there's a bunch of cobwebs everywhere. I got to clean all this shit up. 
you know, and start it, all over from scratch. Well, I, well, you know, it works so well for him, but you're yeah. not him. Yeah, you know, you're not Ramses. Well, the, the other thing is, regardless great. of like how well they did, which they must have done okay if they're living so long. Yeah, but like just them ruling for so long, it's a big shoes to fill. Yes, no matter how good it ruling yes. they were. Yeah, absolutely. It's like people have people have grown up. Gotten kind of like become adults and died, but in, in your entire reign, you exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. People have lived and died in your reign. You know, you they've only ever known one king, mm-hmm. right? You know, so it's hard. It's hard for somebody to take over after that. You know, so you always see you you don't see a decline right after Ram Ramses, but it does go into decline mm-hmm. after Ramses. It's not should instant. Add, should but, add term limits, but it, 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 it <laughs> drops off. And the thing about him is we learn a lot from his mummy. We learn a lot because we learn that he, he was a cripple. Mm. Uh, he, he died crippled because he was, he was like 90 years old. Polio? Well, there was, one, kidding, there, there was one king that did have polio. And it's not, it's not too conhomin. It's not the one you think. But, but uh, there, there, you know, there was one that was pretty much crippled from the get-go. FDR? You know? yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wheelchairs back then were just so exquisite. By the way, there's a, there's a documentary that... that just says wheelchair president. <laughs> it's like well, that's kind of shitty to call FDR the wheelchair president. It's very uh, know, it's diminutive. Mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's reductive. They forget reductive. They the forget about all of his mental powers. Oh, wait, no, I got FDR mixed up with Professor Xavier again. Yeah, <laughs> he did have mental powers, but they uh, weren't strong. Because yeah, well, he didn't have cerebro. He was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was a he was a patriarch of America. He really yeah. was. Anyway, anyway, that's. Story for a different day. But we also find that he had horrible teeth. And everybody, all the mummies we find in ancient Egypt had horrible teeth. That is not shocking. There's a reason why. There is. It's because the the uh, the mills that they made yeah. for grinding yep. grain yep. were made out of uh, sandstone. Well, it was it was rock. Yeah. It was stone. So every time you ground up things, you get a bit of stone in there. So you're eating little bits of rock every time you're eating bread yeah, and it so, grinds down your teeth. Yeah. And you live in a desert environment so, and there, so, there's sand in your in your food that's inescapable. Yeah. And so all of them are basically sanding down their teeth and it exposes the pulp. And so they, oh. you know, they all have really bad teeth. Ouch. He had a massive massive infection in his mandible, in his jaw. Massive infection. Must have been incredibly painful. Must have been. Could never be in a good mood with that. But yeah. opium existed? Uh, certain certain things that are natural painkillers did exist. Yeah. But, honestly, not enough. Yeah. I would... <laughs> if you ask me, like, if I had the same infection he did, the stuff that they had to, to treat that is simply not enough. <laughs> is simply not enough. I well, thought you were going to say a bullet to the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it's well, a modern solution. That might actually lend some credence to, um, you know, the decline of his ability to administrate pain management. You are absolutely correct. And this is something that we see throughout history. If somebody has, usually to do with the teeth, uh, if somebody has a really bad abscess or something going on with the teeth... It does affect their ability to rule. It does. Looking at Joe Biden's chompers just gives me hope for the future. <laughs> we have dentistry. Yeah, <laughs> you know? What was the guy from, I think it was the Mexican Revolution, who had uh, yeah, fucked yeah. up teeth. I remember us talking about Huerta, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huerta. It was yeah, Huerta. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had we're really talking about bad grumpy. teeth. Tyler talks. I think said he had a bee in his bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, who wouldn't? It's like that. It's true. It's true. Makes it hard. Makes it hard. 
Uh, he also had red hair. We can tell that. And the thing is, is uh, it's crazy seeing the face of somebody that could have existed in the Bible. Ah, here we go. Now, now, let me tell you, a lot of people think, a lot of people, not everyone, everyone disagrees. Again, everyone disagrees on Egypt. A lot of people think that Ramses was, Ramses II was the king, the pharaoh yeah. of, of Egypt. And by the way, around this time, they didn't call their king pharaoh. Not really. Pharaoh is a compound word in Egyptian. It means great house. Mm. Okay. That's what it means. The one who lives in the great house is the pharaoh, right? Is the king, right? But they had a lot of names, different names for, for king. They didn't really use pharaoh until later, after this. There, there's a lot of things about, about Exodus that, that are interesting. So we all pretty much know the story, but, but let, let me just kind of go through it in the way that the mm -hmm. Old Testament explains. Moses, okay. Moses. Yeah. <laughs> in in the north, there were a Semitic people, the children of Israel, mm -hmm. of of Jacob called Israel, right, which existed much earlier, right, because Joseph with his fancy ass Technicolor dream coat, yeah, which is uh, real. Uh, that it, it, there is record for that because oh, uh, Joseph was vizier, okay. the viceroy. Of so Egypt. He, he had one of those sticks with the snake and the spooky eyes? Well, let's get, let's get to that. Let's get to that. Let's get to that. There is precedence for this. That's crazy. Real historic precedence for this. Now, now, let me say, before we begin talking about Exodus, we found, honestly, we found a lot of archaeological evidence that supports a lot of events that happen in the Bible. A lot of them. We found a lot of, a lot of archaeological evidence that supports it. For Exodus, we found nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, not not really anything that says this, this really happened. happened. Yeah. You, you know, not enough. Are, are right? you sure? Because I'm I'm looking here on uh, Apple Music, and uh, you know, there's <laughs> "Bounded by Blood" and the Toxic Waltz, <laughs> and then there were none. Uh, we're, we're talking about Exodus the band, right? No. Okay. <laughs> I prefer Genesis the band. <laughs> Now, now I prefer Revelations. <laughs> hey, I'm sure that's a band. Oh yeah, it's got to be at least a theme. Anyway, it's four uh, kids from Milwaukee. Yeah, they so, got masks. So the story goes, and and I, I'm really not going to get into why the quote unquote Israelites are there. Story for a different day. But it's not reasonable to believe that a baby was in the water and an Egyptian princess took that baby out of the water, and then started speaking Hebrew and gave it a Hebrew name. Mm -hmm. That's not reasonable to assume that. Uh, and it's bad etymology to say that Moses means to draw out of. Mm -hmm. You know, draw out of, right? Take right. out of the water. It's yeah. not reasonable to believe that an Egyptian princess would do that. Mm -hmm. Moses is an Egyptian name. Purely Egyptian. Purely. And what it means is birth. Or to be born, or or to be son of yeah. somebody. Okay. Right. So, like Ramses, it's actually Ra Moses. Ra's mm -hmm. born, or or I'm the son of Ra. Yeah. Right. Because he was a god. He was a living god. And and the the only. It's Rosmosis. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rosmosis Jones. The, the only only society where everyone really were really actually truly believed that their ruler was truly a god yeah. 
in every religious sense. Now, there's been other societies where they say, I'm a living God and stuff, but they didn't believe it in the same way as, as they did in Egypt. Did anyone the, ever believe that? Or were they just like, yeah, sure, yeah, of uh, course, yeah. Well, well, see, that's the thing, is in Egypt they did. Okay. They did. And, and so when you have that, you have a certain amount of deference that goes with that, right? So the thing is, is yeah, he, he was named Moses. That, that is purely Egyptian, mm-hmm. right? Purely Egyptian. And, of course, raised by the Egyptian royal court. And, uh, oddly enough, in, in Exodus, it says that his wet nurse hmm. was uh, his own mother. Mm. His own mother. Hmm. Uh, his real mother. Okay. Uh, which is I, I yeah. really a coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know? But, you know, he goes away for a long time and he comes back. And a lot of people say, well, if it's Ramses, you know, couldn't be his daughter because he comes back at 80. Yeah. And that would make Ramses incredibly old at that point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let me let me get l- l- let's talk about this because when Rams or when when Moses is talking to to Pharaoh, they don't say the Pharaoh. Pharaoh they is Pharaoh. all they is all they call him. They're in the Nile Delta, mm-hmm. so they're in the north. That's where Ramses' capital. So that was. part lines up. And they also call it Pi Ramses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now now if this was written and it would have to have been right if this was written really far in the future from Exodus, which it, which it was, no doubt. Yeah. They could have called Pi Ramses Tanis because it was later named Tanis, but mm-hmm. they don't. Hmm. It's interesting. That's an interesting detail. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying it proves anything. I'm just saying it's an interesting detail. Welcome to the Atheist cast. Your Bible's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. No, 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 no. Uh, but, uh, it's never a thing that we're trying to say. No. Uh, but the thing is, is yes, uh, these cities... Every city we talk about, like we already talked about Thebes and stuff, it's anachronist, anachronistic. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it 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 did go by many names, but it's interesting that it they went with this name, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's it's upsetting that well, the uh, the cartoon documentary I watched uh, on uh, with Val Kilmer as uh, Moses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't don't mention any of these things. Mm-hmm. They had pretty good songs though. They did. Now, now, uh, if you remember, uh, the first time that Moses speaks to God, the burning bush. It, mm-hmm. He was in the form of a burning bush, and God basically tells Moses, "Hey, you're gonna liberate the children of Israel from the yoke mm-hmm. of the Egyptians." Because the thing is, is the first part of Exodus, right? Is the Egypt or is the is the Israelites in bondage? They're slaves, mm-hmm. right? But we think have about no symbolism, red. Bush, Ramses, red hair, probably the carpet matched the drapes. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just putting together the pieces here. Uh, well, the thing was, is he says, you know, Moses, you're going to liberate the children of Israel from, from Egypt because they were slaves, right? Uh, by the way, we have no evidence that there were slaves or, or that they, the Israelites were slaves at all. The, uh, so what happened, like like a lot of people think, like you know, from the movies, you know, that, that there were slaves building the, the, the pyramids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah, they, they had it, cities. They had cities built around all of these work sites where they were treated well. Yeah. They, they were a workforce. They were all unions and all good to go. <laughs> Pretty much, honestly. Like, that's not that far of a stretch. Are you mm-hmm. si- Fuck so, me. No, I'm, wow. I'm not kidding. Like, there were they, unions, they took no care of these people. It was great. Uh, but <laughs> they had a godhead, though. <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, you know, take your druthers, I guess. But, but yeah, uh, no, I think exactly. it was it was it was commonly thought for a really long time that slaves built the pyramids. Yeah, and then I think it it's was it was it was later updated to be that there were there were contractors. There, yeah. there were workmen who knew how to do these kind of structures. And the government although, hired a lot of people, basically. Yeah. And and every king, every pharaoh, was always building something. It so was, there's always people employed to do these things. It was like uh, the, It was the New Deal. Employed by the government? Yes, yeah. Employed Sounds by like the, socialism the to me. <laughs> so when do the Pleiadians and the other aliens come into there play? The Anunnaki? They are already there. Yeah. Uh, the Anunnaki, that's well, right. Well, you're, you're thinking of the 18th dynasty... With the uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, actually, well, actually, actually, the aliens actually. showed up during the 18th dynasty, yeah, yeah. not the 19th. Yeah, with Akhenaten. That that's the one they really think is the alien. Uh, anyway, okay. how yeah. about people are awesome and we can build cool shit and we don't need a bunch of fucking spacemen to well, fucking and make dude, that happen? It took so long. Yeah, it took so long. Look, this it's so old. All this stuff is so old that it's even hard for us to wrap our heads around. Mm. Like, it's hard to wrap our heads around time. Well, just, yeah. The Does anyone have like, any Yo Mama So Old jokes? <laughs> well, <laughs> the one that we, but to, like, wrap your head around the, the idea, you and I talked about this a lot, where it's like, from the time between now and Cleopatra is right. about, isn't it about the same as Cleopatra, or the, no, the pyramids, or so the pyramids our, are even older? Yeah, our, our, our connection to Cleopatra, the time in between us and Cleopatra, is closer than, than the time of building yeah. the pyramids so, to Cleopatra. Yeah, so Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how old we're talking here. This is old. Again, in in Ramsey's time, if we look back a thousand years, we're looking at the Middle Ages, buddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I mean, uh, but uh, so much has changed. I, I thought the Earth was only 3,000 uh, 3, years old. It's 5,000. Uh, 5,000, I'm sorry. And uh, once again, <laughs> welcome to the Atheist Podcast. Take that Bible, <laughs> throw it in the trash. We got real stuff happening. I'm not trying to talk shit about the, about, about no, the no, Bible. No. Again, once again, none of us are. Well, one of our, one of our uh, overarching things on this podcast Summer is charter. like and believe what you would like, if that makes you happy. I thought you were going to say like, like and subscribe. subscribe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, that's not what I like said. Like and subscribe to Leave, what makes you look, happy. Look, Leave a it, comment. Yeah. And if, if you like this podcast. I'm just saying, I'm just, all I'm saying is that, you know, uh, you know, Chris and Tyler really like Marvel movies. That's fucking fantastic. You know what? I also like fucking McDonald's. Yeah. You know, but you know what? I, there, There's no such thing as a, as a guilty pleasure. You like what you like. And like it to the to the hilt to to the full extent. As long as it know. doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. As long as it doesn't hurt anyone, it's fine. And as yeah. long as it's consensual. Exactly. I think those that overlap, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Just make sure we I say will, that. I will. I'm, I gotta stop feeding my wife McDonald's when she's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. On it's like it when you're awake. I've been slipping McDonald's into her food <laughs> with with a syringe. Yeah, oh my god. I blend it up. And then I reduce it. Yeah. (laughs) It's a single drop that has 4,000 calories. (laughs) Uh, No, but but, but God tells Moses in the the burning bush that he's going to, you know, free the Israelites. And he's like, how am I going to do that, God? How am I going to do that? And he goes, dude, your staff, man. You got a staff, right? And he's like, yeah. He goes, throw that that shit on the ground. And he does, and it turns into a cobra, and it slithers away. Just like Jafar... Right in Aladdin. So that that the the staff he's holding is a callback to this. Uh, that's how old that imagery. That's how old that imagery is. 
Huh. Uh, now, now, let me get back to this. Uh, but uh, he actually does one trick that he doesn't use, which is strange. But he goes, hey, uh, pull out your hand. And he, you know, shows the burning bush god his hand. And it becomes leprous. And he puts it in his cloak. And he takes it out and it's, it's healed. Yeah, that's cool. But he never does that <laughs> at any other points. Anyway, uh, well, he goes... The, the severed hand that he had was already rotten by the time he yeah. went to the next he town. Didn't, he didn't pour the Resident Evil med juice on it. juice It was... Uh, or it was somebody else's hand like Zack's third ball. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's true. That they walk around with and claim as their own. Yeah, and <laughs> let it hang out to intimidate uh, your friends. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know, he's like... He even tells God, like, I'm, I'm not a really... I'm not a good speaker. I'm not a good public speaker. And he goes, you can go with your brother Aaron. Aaron. And you can, yeah, Aaron. And you can go to the to the Pharaoh and you can tell him that you're going to be visited by ten plagues. Oh, no. Right? And and All the thing ten. is, and and he goes to the Pharaoh and he says, you know, you're going to have this, 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 and this. Frogs you know, and says, shit. Frogs, mosquitoes, boils, the the Nile will turn red with, with blood. blood. Um, you know, all that, that kind of, of stuff. It would be night during the day. So all that stuff can be uh, explained by natural phenomena. Yeah, like the eclipse? No, I, a sandstorm, which is way huh? more frequent than an mm-hmm. eclipse. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say way more frequent. But there are ecli- eclipses. There are. Eclipses? Uh, don't get me wrong, but a, an eclipse is hard to predict back in the day. And if you want to spook an ancient person, just throw an eclipse at them. Yeah. They always think it's like a portent of something well, or somebody <laughs> special is getting born. I've read some fantasy novels. I know what's going on. Eclipses, comets, all that stuff that's just the universe just farting. They're like, oh my god, this means something. Mm-hmm. Nothing means anything. Welcome to the Atheist Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. And the Nile turning red? So they have uh, rains in Ethiopia, where, where the Nile headwaters are. The rains down in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what it does is it washes a lot of red topsoil. So they, uh, Egypt had three seasons, and, and one season was inundation, is what it was called. It's where the Nile flooded. It's like monsoon season. Uh, sort of, but it, it rarely rains there. It rarely rains. So uh, they would have... Uh, occasionally, they would have these downpours. What... These downpours would straight up hide tombs. Oh, it's so why cor- it's why tombs would get suddenly lost. I was gonna okay. say, when you said hide that I was gonna say corpses. Mm-hmm. Tombs, corpses, yeah, you're not tombs wrong. have corpses. Well, so I'm like like big yeah. big boulders and, and rocks come from the mountains and they get lodged inside the opening of these temples. So they get totally lost and then covered with sand, they get totally lost to time because of these downpours that they have and, and sandstorms. But all the stuff, all the first nine plagues, those are all explained by natural phenomena. Stuff, stuff that happened all the time, especially mm-hmm. in the Nile uh, Delta in the north, lower Egypt in the, in, in the north there. And, and the thing is, too, is, is what's really surprising about it is it doesn't make the pharaoh mad. You know, he doesn't ever say, oh, well, it flooded, so I guess you're right. You know, like he floods do all the time. Yeah. Mosquitoes, yeah, there's a lot of mosquitoes. Frogs, yeah, there's a lot of frogs. You know, things like this. The the snake staff, staff trick. So, this is an old snake charmer trick. Old snake charmer trick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what you do is uh, you, you squeeze a snake in a certain way. You're probably choking it. Yeah. It's not a nice thing to do. But it will, it will turn rigid. Mm-hmm. It'll turn rigid. And you can carry <laughs> it around like that. Been there. And you can you can throw it on the ground and it'll slither away, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can also t- 
tie it in a knot and wear it as a hat. <laughs> which oh looks God. which, you know, looks like, you know, the King Tut's crown had, yeah. had that had the pharaoh and the vulture on it, upper and lower Egypt, pharaoh and the or the the, the cobra mm-hmm. and the vulture. It's the same it's sort of reminiscent of in that, Egypt, isn't it? Egypt they were way down they were way down with abusing snakes. Yeah. <laughs> like that's Especially only... extremely poisonous like snakes. Day. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, Oh, you're a cobra? Don't mind if I tie you into a sword and give it to a kid at his birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clown. <laughs> oh god. Freckles is his name. Yeah. But yeah, none of none of the uh Pharaoh's uh priests are impressed with the, the snake trick. You know, yeah. they do it too, right? Yeah, they all know how to do it. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, the, the impressive part in, in the Old Testament is that is that his snake, Moses' snake, it's actually Aaron's staff too, but Moses' hey, snake... Uh, yeah, <laughs> Moses' snake eats the others. Right. Oh. And that's what's so impressive about it, right? He eats okay. all the other staffs or all the other snakes? All the well, other snakes. Yes and yes. Okay, well... <laughs> anyway. You don't, don't you remember in the cartoon movie where, like, the, the two magicians, they throw down their snake? They're like, oh, that's all bullshit. We can do the same thing. Yeah. Then they throw down their snakes, and then, like, it cuts to everyone's faces in shock and horror because uh, Moses' snake ate yeah. two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happens in the Old Testament. The Pharaoh isn't moved by, by the first nine plagues. It's the tenth plague that bugs him. The last one. Death of the firstborn. Is, Blue screen yes, of death. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. So so Moses comes to the Pharaoh and he says, The firstborn of everything, cows, goats, everything. Firstborn of everything is going to die. And he's like, Oh, okay, that's a little bit more troubling. And yeah. the thing is, is uh, they took goat's blood. Uh, the, the the Israelites and they they made you know symbol ab- above the doors and the 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 angel of the Lord came down and passed them over the ones that that had the blood above their doors, and this is Passover mm-hmm. right still celebrating learned to about this, this in Rugrats yeah <laughs> did you really yeah, there's an episode where they do that no shit yeah. okay okay baby's gonna do what a baby's gonna do <laughs> <laughs> smear goat's blood all over yeah. <laughs> it's actually Tommy Pickles fucking shit. metal <laughs> yeah. Now, if I'm rubbing goat's blood on stuff, I'm I'm worshiping Satan. Yeah, used to but, just be what you did. Yeah, it was like uh, the cool thing to do. According to to the Old Testament, the firstborns die except for the Israelites, and this is what sways the Pharaoh and says, "Okay, you can go." Now, let's let's look at where they are. If you're looking at a map, they're up in the Nile Delta, and Sinai is just over, right? Right. The Red Sea is not in the way. <laughs> It's not in the way, really. Mm-hmm. And so, the thing is, is that there's just more, more bad etymology, and they separated, basically they divided the the reeds. It's a swamp. Yeah. They divided the reeds, and that's how they got through. And and the pharaoh, changing his mind about about letting them leave, uh, chased them with his chariots. And then the cha- the chariots got all uh, mucked up in, yeah. in the mud, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. In, in the swamp of, of the Nile Delta, right? Yeah. That makes sense. There is, you know... <laughs> By the way, the story of parting the waters... Right. That's an Egyptian story. So in the Old Kingdom, there there was a, a great king. I think it was Sneferu. Sneferu is the one that built... Started building the temple. Pretty funny sounding, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's uh, hilarious, and I can't think of any jokes to go with it. It's just a funny name. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, there's a story where where the pharaoh's passing by this this girl, and she's crying because she has lost her valuable bracelet, 
in the water. And he goes, well, I'm the pharaoh. I'll just give you a new one. And she goes, no, no, no. This was my bracelet. It's, you know, I've had it for a long time. And so what he does is he calls a magician over. And the magician parts the waters. And he picks the bracelet out of the water and gives it back to the girl. Water magnets. And this mm-hmm. this legend, this myth, is a, a thousand years old by this point. A thousand years old by this point. Yeah. Not even anywhere near the New Kingdom. Yeah. Or even Middle Kingdom. And, okay. ju- and just like everything, it just gets recycled and rolled yep. into exactly. everything. Okay, exactly. I get it now. Exactly. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying it's it, you know this is an enduring myth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph Campbell made up mythology in like a million BC, and now we all just do that thing. Yeah, that sounds right. Right? Like it's yeah. just the same. You know, mm-hmm. fucking go into the cave, get the potion or whatever. No, no. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, now the Bible says that that six hundred thousand men left in the exodus didn't count families it says not counting families hmm. so it was just dudes it was, so a, it was a sausage just festival. men and their families mm. and and so if if you were to do some loose math and, and and approximate you know you got a wife you got maybe one or two kids or whatever if you do that you're looking at anywhere between two and three million people <laughs> leaving in the exodus mm-hmm. now that's certainly bullshit and yeah. the reason why is because the uh, population of Egypt at this time is maybe a million. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit that even 600,000 people left. So now, it's like 15 people. If it happened, we're talking maybe 600, maybe okay. 60, maybe a couple of big families left. Sure. And that's why no one else writes about it. Like, the Egyptians don't write about it because it would have been viewed as a defeat. And yeah. the Egyptians won every battle if you just listen to them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So so they don't write it down, and that's not surprising. But no one else cared about it either. Like, like look look in the Middle East when the uh, uh, American Revolution was happening. You're not going to find much because yeah. they don't give a fuck. Yeah, because right. it has <laughs> nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with them. So the, you know, the Israelites leaving Egypt also has nothing to do with anybody. So right. yeah, so if if a let, let's say if five thousand people leave, they're just like bye. Well, and the thing is, if if that amount of people did leave, that's why we think it's more around six hundred, maybe even sixty. Yeah. Um, if that amount of people left, there would be evidence. Yeah. If six hundred thousand people certainly walked in the same direction at the same time, you could dig in the sand and find there. Poop. There would be evidence. Right. There would be evidence. Well, uh, I, I, th- there would be pots, pans. There would be all sorts of shit you could Bart find. Bart Simpson t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Don't have a cow, man. They've never... <laughs> cool your jets. <laughs> they've never found anything. Anything. I, yeah. I, I would also argue that uh, the Egyptians would, uh, if that many people left all in one go, they would write about how it would tank their economy and how shit was all fucked up, you hmm. know? Well, and the Bible sort of makes that claim, too. Right. Because there is a drop-off, and people go, well, Ramsey's a drop-off after Ramsey's, this makes sense. It's for other reasons. They also say... There's bad teeth. <laughs> they also say that the Israelites worked in brick, and not stone, which is proof that they didn't work on the monuments, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's all in stone. Right. So they made bricks. These are more temporary shelters that no longer yeah. exist mm-hmm. and and you make bricks with straw yeah. it's ba- like if you think of uh, it's like plaster like uh, 
fiberglass. Yeah. They put layers of fiberglass and it. it makes it stronger, right? Yeah. So it's mud and straw. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it puts fibers in there to, to make it stronger mm-hmm. so that you make bricks out of it. And they still do it to this day. They make bricks the same way in this day uh, if, you, if you go down there. there. There were people that looked for bricks that were made without straw because the, the Pharaoh first tells Moses, uh, well, we're going to cut off your straw supply, but you still have a quota of making bricks. So some people thought, well, let's look for bricks without straw. That's yeah. silly. And the reason why it's silly is because it's not that they kept making bricks without straw because the bricks wouldn't last without straw. Mm-hmm. The fact is, is they had to cut their own straw. It made it harder. It made it harder to do, right? So we won't provide you with the straw anymore. you got to cut your own straw, and you still have the same quota as you Ugh, already had. That mm-hmm. sounds exhausting. Right. So honestly, that that aspect is probably the truest thing that is in Exodus because that's not denoting servitude. Yeah. That's not denoting slavery sure that's denoting a pharaoh that is mad at a certain group of people and keep in mind when moses never happened before when moses (laughs) first went to the pharaoh he said i want three days off for a religious ceremony they have nothing to do with your religion and the pharaoh was like no in fact because you asked me and you're celebrating a different fucking religion i'm taking away your straw whoa yeah it's more likely that it's that right it's he was going to have a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this totally does make sense. Again, it, it being unions and workers and stuff. Like, yeah. Th- they had a strike. It was a union strike. Yeah. It yeah. was a union strike, and then they decided to get the fuck out of Dodge. And there was like, there was like five guys. Burgers and fries? There's yeah. probably a few a few families. A few yeah. big families. Yeah. But, but nowhere families. near 600. Uh, but I mean, you think about it, it's a tall tale. You know, fish gets bigger every single time you, yeah. you, 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 you talk yeah. about it, right? So, yeah. And, and a lot of people think that it, it was uh, Merneptah, Ramses' second successor that, okay. was, the, that was the uh, king during, during the Exodus, because he has a stella that says all the places that he has laid waste. And he goes, the people of Canaan are done. And he goes, you know, the people of these, they're totally slash, done. Slash, slash, slash. Yeah, and, but, but when he says, he goes, the, the people of... He goes. The Israelites are are TBA. He says something about how like their seed is not okay. But the symbol he makes for the Israelites is not the same symbol for city, yeah, or place. He makes a symbol for people. Mm-hmm. So what that tells us—that's a great detail. What that tells us is that they're still wandering, right? Mm-hmm. They're still wandering. So if they're still wandering, then you go. Back, simple math, you go backwards, the only other king it could have been was Ramses II, right? Yeah. There will be people that disagree with, with me on this. I totally know. That's fine. We're going to hear about it in the comments. That's a, yeah, that's a story for a different day. Please but, disagree with us in the comments. We love it. It helps out the algorithm. He was talking about fighting a people, yeah. not a country. And that's important. It's very important because it does tell us where the Israelites are as a people. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. like where they are on his radar. Exactly. Right. And and he again he uses the symbol for people and not like town like, or yeah not a town you know not the same for like Canaan. Canaan's yeah. already there you know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he use the same him. symbol. He uses these uh, they use the, the these hills, which means like country. Yeah. Or place you know a foreign place foreign yeah. land hills. They he does not have, use that for the Israelites. They didn't have three point perspective yet. It's the best they could do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
if the Exodus happened, a lot of people think it was Ramses the Great that that, that was the the Pharaoh. And oh, the Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Well, Yahweh, the God, yeah. God says uh, that He's going to do it. Yeah, He's going to harden the Pharaoh's heart. So it's sort of a test of their resolve, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, that's the guy from uh, Indiana Jones three. What he's. Uh, I'm actually surprised you didn't say Yule Brenner. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I went with uh, uh, Yahweh, and then he steps on the thing, and then he realizes it's like the different letter. He needs to be the penitent man. Yeah, yeah. He has to roll underneath the saw blades. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know yeah. what? So as I mentioned before, mummification was very expensive, and you had different levels of mummification. Right? You, you, had, the you had the Econo, yeah. you had the econo right. line. Yeah, that, that one's the one that's like... Uh, it's uh, it's bandage like. <laughs> yeah, it's used TP as well. We have some gauze pads and we'll slap a couple of those. Bad the Corinthian boys on le- you. leather fucking <laughs> bandages. Because uh, it, it, it's unclear as to where the god is actually going to pick you up. <laughs> it's like an Uber. It is. It is. Yeah, whether or not, whether it's Thieves or like down the road. And he yeah. makes you come over there. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, if you're on his man. bus line, he's going to get you. Well, the thing is, is yeah, it's hard to move between, between the two places. So what you do, like pharaohs even did this. They had a tomb in both spots. And they had a false burial in one spot and then like a real burial in another. Because tricking the gods was hella cool. Yeah, it was, and totally accepted. Like Super you could, funny. you could, you could straight up send a a statue of yourself, a little statue of yourself, to a tomb, to see if you could get. Maybe yeah. you could get on the off chance that the god is like, oh, this guy's here. You got come asked. on in, buddy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and also, uh, you would you would make offerings to the gods, and and this was a, a an industry yeah. where where there would be uh, you know there'd be antelopes. There would be baboons. Baboons sometimes were, were pets. Cats. You would do this where, where you would uh, buy a cat mummy. Oh, and yo. you would you would take it down to the to the cat head god, and, and you would give it as an offering. Like bast? Right? Is that what I'm talking about? Yeah. And uh, you, by the way, you don't worship cats in general. Okay? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Well, but, but because it's the a, parasite that's in your brain that yeah. the cats give up. It's, that's why I absolutely them. have that. But but it's a it's a it's you it's a misnomer. Plasmosis. Mm-hmm. It's a misnomer that that uh, people just worship cats. Yeah. They didn't. Uh, they worshipped a cat god. And actually, there's a whole cemetery of cat mummies. Thousands of them. Thousands. The thing is, is all the cats are young, and oh. all of them died violently. Oh wow. They're about a year old. And all of them, their necks were wrung, or they were hit on the head. Mm-hmm. And it's to make a mummy, a cat mummy, as an offering. So basically, it's like a tourist trap. Like, hey, you want a cat mummy to get an offering? And they're like, oh, hell yeah, how much? Hell yeah. Yeah. Bast loves these things. They're, they're <laughs> like, they're like this cat graveyard isn't going to make itself. Let's get to work, boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's fucking disgusting. Well, and <laughs> what's even more disgusting... Is that uh, there were some uh, like hucksters, like a Soapy Smith ty- style character, yeah. that was just selling like a bag full of bones, mm. like like chicken bones, like like table scraps. I right. swear it's cats. Yeah, well, or antelope. It, yeah, he because they let the they cat found out of the bag. when when they you know X-rayed these or unwrapped some of these, they found that these are just bones of a bunch of different animals. This is just food scraps. It's just a bag of bones. <laughs> and, it, and somebody it's just leftovers. got... leftovers. Somebody got scammed. Bastards can see right through that. And the poor person took it down and, like, offered it, and it, it was a whole thing. I bet they didn't even go to heaven. No. 
They were not resurrected. Cat heaven, I think. Yeah, they were not resurrected. Certainly not. That's right, this one, their resurrection. Yeah. (laughs) Now, do you guys... I want to do that with, like, a PlayStation 5. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be a It's a bag full of bones! (laughs) (laughs) It's a bunch of chicken bones. But what kind of animals the bones come from? That's a real mystery. If it's a cat, you can offer it up to Bast, but yeah. if it's no. uh, just random chicken bones... You better make a new religion. Do they got a chicken head god? No. No, they do The not. thing is, is it, it was a scam. Yeah, no, and I And they, they told you it was a cat, or they told you it was an antelope, and it wasn't. Mm. They were just really good at paper mache for the mummies. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's right. Yeah. I love it. That sounds like a lot That's of work. pretty much. Uh, cheaper. Do you guys want to know... A mummification is done? Hell yeah. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird, because this is weird stuff. Uh, I'm going to throw out a warning to our audience. I have a hard time with this stuff, so chances are at least one of you also has a hard time with this stuff. Uh, this is uh, this is pretty gruesome. I'm just going to let you know. We're, pretty doing, we're talking icky, icky, sticky stuff. Hell Cut, cutting up we're dead about bodies. to get Gross. Nice. <laughs> I'm not even left-handed. <laughs> so the thing is, is uh, the Egyptians this mummification must have been a must have been like a closely guarded secret, because there's no papyri. It's not written down anywhere mm-hmm. uh, how to do this. It, it's the one thing they didn't write down. Hmm. It must have been either a closely guarded secret, or it was so common knowledge. That they didn't fight any need to write it down. Oh, like David Lynch's uh, Eraserhead Baby. <laughs> I would say like uh, cooking ramen noodles. Okay, yeah, that works too. You know, if, if somebody a thousand years from now was like, how'd they cook ramen noodles? We always thought it was so obvious that you wouldn't need to write it down. Instant I mean, it, ramen, by the way, not actual yeah, ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Instant you for ramen. making that correction. Insta ramen. It, yeah. is, it is written on the package, though. It is. But, but say the packages are gone. I don't... I, you know what I mean. It, and then plastic back then. The package is all washed away. Mm-hmm. Turned to dust. To yeah. trash island. To crumbs. Yeah. So, there's a few things, though, that we can tell from mummies and from what is on the walls. Because there's a couple of ins- inscriptions that are informative. Uh, one of them shows a mummy... It shows a mummy being wrapped. And it's on two blocks. You're like, wow, crazy. Not on a table or anything. But it makes sense. Because you put it on blocks, you don't want to have to lift the mummy up every single time you're going to pass the wrapping underneath them. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Right? You know? So it's much easier to go around them if they're on, like, two blocks, right? It is, yeah, I guess. Super you. easy, right? Like Ramsey's Trans Am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's on two blocks until he fixed it up. Anyway, uh, he had that sucker roaring. Uh, <laughs> But what they also noticed is that they in, in the side, in, in, in the abdomen, they there was a two and a half inch incision. And this is where they got all of the viscera mm-hmm. out of the person. Let me know. Okay. Ah. They had four, you know those jars? They're called canopic jars. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this holds the uh, the organs, right? And they only thought that there was four, because there's only four canopic jars. It's four mm-hmm. organs. So there's four organs, right? So they they had glass jars. Well, they're like, no, a, it's a pottery. Okay, yeah. it's a pottery they, they were clay? Okay, just double checking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can tell sometimes if it's a tomb or not, whether or not there's like shards of yeah. canopic jars, because a lot of things were robbed. That's why it's of, so crazy that, that they found like Tukanhamen's tomb, and it yeah. was completely untouched. 
Well, and not to mention, Amazing. like, they didn't put date dots on things back then, so you didn't know when things were going to spoil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Expiration dates. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing is, though, is uh, not a lot of people, you know, the uh, Dr. Uh, Bob Breyer, he was the first one to successfully mummify a human cadaver in 2,000 years. Gross. Man, I can't wait for him to get out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you sell your body to medical science... They're going to do this kind of shit on you. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like he practiced, you know, well, like, you know, your knee is going to go to a knee surgeon, yeah. you know, school or your foot is going to go to a foot, you know. So they chop you up and they give you to different parts of the medical school. What part of the cadaver do you need? All of it. All I'm going to make it a mummy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he actually he wrote he actually, that in his email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He practiced brain extraction on severed heads. Nice. Uh, <laughs> then he went and ate dinner with his wife. Wait, wait, and this guy's a doctor, not a fucking serial killer. Again, when you he sell, when, when you give your I body know, to medical still, science, like, look at look at your uh, driver's license. Yeah, if it says organ donor. Oh yeah. This is the fate of your body. Well, you, the, 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 I thought there'd be some the kid being check. like, "I need a new liver," and then he'd get my liver and be like, "Fuck." No, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> they so throw the, your liver away. Uh, fair I enough. know we're going to get into the nitty gritty here, but I, what I really want to know is, like, how can I get in on this uh, this body mummification thing? Not my body. I want to mummify some bodies. How do I get in on this racket? Uh, yeah, this sounds great. Go to college. I want to work. Uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> the, the correct follow-up question was community? <laughs> no. Or regular? Yeah. No, you have to be... Uh, you, uh, you have to dedicate your life to this stuff. So our Can't liberal arts g- degrees are nothing. It's for useless this. Okay. Yeah. compared to this. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, they Almost. are already useless. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's still useless in this realm. Okay, uh, but uh, shit. What he did, he he uh, Bob Breyer, he worked with uh, anatomists. He worked with surgeons. Uh, he worked with uh, people that were experts in this field, uh, including himself, who is an expert. They they just didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know like. For instance, it, it never says, uh, well, if you're going to dry out a body, do you drain the blood? Yeah. It doesn't say. If you're going to pull the brain say, through the nose, do you scramble it first? <laughs> well, <and> they say... <laughs> nat- like eggs? Well, they say yeah. you got to pack the body in natrin, which is like a salt. Sodium bicarbonate yeah. salt mixture. Mm-hmm. Baking well, soda? Well, sodium bicarbonate, which is baking soda, yeah. and salt. It's a mixture. Okay. It's natrin, right? And it occurs naturally. Okay. So it's to, to uh, desiccate the corpse. It's to dry the cor- corpse. Desiccate the corpse. Yes. Okay. I didn't okay. know. That. Desecrate <laughs> anyway. the corpse. Desecrate. Uh, but no. Uh, well, how much natrin? Never says how much yeah. natrin. Right. So so they have to find all this out. So that's why they're doing it. They're not doing it to get a mummy. They're doing it to get knowledge on what how they do mummies with the mummy. Well, now the mummy is a controlled c- control mummy. Mm-hmm. So let me let me explain. Wait, so, is there placebo mummies? This <laughs> yeah, they're called norm. They're, it's called Christian burials. <laughs> it's called corpses. A normal corpse. <laughs> well, okay. Let me let me get into it. So, they wanted to. They get a lot of this information from Herodotus. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he he went to to Egypt, yeah. and uh, some say he didn't even. Go. Some say he made all this shit it's up. Greek fella, right? Yeah, yeah. he Greek, yeah. Greek, Greek. I I agree with Doctor Bob Breyer when he says um, 
Herodotus isn't just full of shit. The thing is, is he's like a reporter. Mm-hmm. And somebody told him this. Well, and probably didn't. character. Yeah. Well, they probably didn't know exactly how it was done. But he asked and they felt like they needed an answer. So they told him something. Right? Yeah. So he has a lot of inaccuracies in his writings. But that's because sometimes people don't know. And, and you're following a guide. You, I mean, Herodotus had a guide, you know, multiple guides, to get him all the way down there. I think he was just recording misinformation. Yeah. Uh, but but the thing is, is okay, let me get back to it. So a lot of, a lot of these uh, guys, they, they thought, you know, how are we going to get the liver, the largest organ inside of the human body, how are we going to get the liver out through a two-and-a-half-inch incision? Because it's in two lobes, and it's big. Like, you can hold out two hands oh, and boy. hold the entire yeah. liver. So a straw wouldn't work. No. Like, well, like even for Boba? <laughs> no, so... Yeah. You need one of those big fat boy straws. Yeah, yeah, yeah for Boba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... It's a bubble they, tea. You, you find out really quick what you keep and what you don't. And, and, and why they only have four canopic jars. Because we all know that you have more than four organs inside yeah. of your body. Yeah, right? like but six. do we have more than four canoptic organs? Well, that's the thing. So it's what they deemed important and what they saved. And that says a lot about their culture, right? So you pull out, you know, you pull out, you're pulling out all this stuff. So like when you're pulling out the uh, intestines. That all goes in the trash. <laughs> well, you have 20 some feet of intestines. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's not precious. Well, well, the thing is about it is that they have no word for gallbladder or pancreas. Why? Because it comes out with all of that. And and it's easy to miss. And they just missed it. It's just visceral. They just missed it yeah. when they were pulling it out. They're just pulling the slimy rope out of it, especially, body. Especially mm-hmm. the gallbladder. Like, when the gallbladder comes out, it liquefies. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It liquefies. So, it's hard to see, you know. They had no word for it. The lungs were also removed. The heart stayed. The heart stayed there. Because they felt that you thought with your heart. Because mm-hmm. when you get excited or Aww. mad... Your heart thumps. Your brain doesn't thump. Your heart thumps. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I find it romantic. Isn't it a little romantic? With your I would heart. like to think that we're going to hard cut to the year like, I don't know, fucking like 3,000. I don't fucking. And there's going to be like a future podcast and they're going to be like, and they thought, they thought with their brain. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. You think with your dick. Yeah. <laughs> you think with your dick. And those bones in your foot named after Egyptian languages. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, Ramsey's heart was in the wrong place. It was in the wrong place. It was in the wrong side. They don't fucking know. You what? know why? You know why? What they, they think, at least? Adrenal. Well, they think it fell out. <laughs> they put it back in? So what they did... How they didn't just They didn't just put it back in. But when they put it back in, they sold... They sewed it in. They sutured it in with gold thread because gold doesn't tarnish. Yeah. So they sew, sewed it back in with, with, with gold thread. Yeah. They're like, good as new. Yeah. They're like, help. Was that supposed to come out? Yeah. Well, no one's going to see it. It's actually by the kid. Anubis. <laughs> but the one we all know is the brain. Because that's the one you always remember from, from elementary school, yeah, right? Yeah, bring it out of your nose. So there's a, there's a bone right here mm-hmm. uh, at, at the bridge of your nose uh, about where it separates the, the, the brain from 
the rest of your skull, right? Anybody who's a badass knows that, that you do the palm thing and you game over. You win. You win the fight. <laughs> you do the... What? Right into their brain. Yeah, right. yeah. You, you put that bone right into their brain it's fucking game over. I well, forget no. how much pressure you, throw, you have to put to it, but yeah. Like 30 PSI. It, does, I don't does, fucking it doesn't even matter, man. You throw on your duster, you get your two girlfriends, you get on your motorcycle, your hog, and you drive back, you drive back to the... <laughs> your hog? You drive from the roadhouse you're at to the hog. roadhouse you live at. Yeah. <laughs> so Pain you don't hurt. You said duster? With two girlfriends, you forgot the fedora, and the motorcycle is actually a little scooter. Yeah, yeah and actually the fact that the I lady. left my katana blade on the floor. Because yeah. during the fight, the guy oh, somehow two, two man, managed to disarm me. But it's okay, because my hands are already a lethal weapon. Yeah. <laughs> They're registered. You, you, I have to get them registered. That's what they always say. It's if ridiculous. I, if I kill somebody... I have to go to jail for life. Yeah. Like, or Remember shit. that from a uh, Nicholas uh, Cage and fucking uh, oh, Conair? No, yeah. I was talking about uh, basically. Yeah, <laughs> no, that uh, was like, time in Hollywood when he's talking oh, yeah, to yeah. Bruce Lee. And he's like, if I kill someone, I have to go to jail. And he goes, Yeah, that's called manslaughter. <laughs> Most people go to jail if they kill somebody with their bare <laughs> hands. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you go to jail for that. <laughs> everyone um, does. The anyway. movie's great. Uh, but no, everyone remembers the brain part, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. When you learn that in school, you're like, Ew. You stick it up your nose and get the brain it's out. It's twisted. Yeah, so I thought it was rad. Where, we get, where we get this, because again, it, does, it doesn't exist anywhere. Where mm-hmm. we get this is from Herodotus. Herodotus said that the person he was with, the person that told him how it was done, because he didn't see it happening. He was told how it was done. So it's sort of second. He didn't want to see it? That's weird. No, it was secondhand knowledge. It's 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 a religious thing. They didn't mm, want yeah. an outsider no, saying it. But but talk uh, to a guy at a bar. They said it was after <laughs> <laughs> a couple yeah. shots. He was drunk as fuck. No, they said that uh, Herodotus says that it's this iron hook shaped instrument mm-hmm. with a uh, like a hook on the end. Coat hanger. Yeah, it looks like a coat hanger. Oof. Exactly. And uh, what what you do is you you feed it up the nostril, and you kind of got to jab it a little bit to break that bone mm-hmm. that separates the rest of your face from from your brain. From yeah. your brain. Now, uh, they tried it. They found a bunch of other bronze, because again, Bronze Age, like there was something that, that an e- earlier Egyptologist called the death knife, because it had this hook thing on the end. Mm. So, yeah. reach going inside the body cavity... <laughs> And getting the liver out, like you can, you can hook it around something, kind of yank it, and cut, cut out the organs, right? So they got a, they got a secondhand account from some guy, and then they found something that looks similar. Like, you think this is that's the all they have? The thing? That's all they have. Mm-hmm. Right. So they tried it. They tried it because did it work? It didn't. No. They said this is for something else. Don't know what this is for, but it's not for mummification. I can tell you that right now. They yeah. said it Tossed with it. aprons covered in brains. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept, they actually kept the room at, at, a, at a temperature and humidity that would be exactly the same as, as over there. That sounds like hell. Yeah. Oh, it was like 100 degrees in there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you. But it was a dry uh, heat. Dry heat. Yeah, a dry heat. Like Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So, so what they did is, so what they found out is that if you just stick it up there, and you break the bone, you stick it up there, pulling it back out, that little hook on the end that he's talking about, it doesn't really pull anything out. It, it It's sort of, you can't really do that. And they tried, and they tried several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tested it on other sever, severed human heads, yeah. but what they found out is that it's not just sticking the hook up there and trying to grab the brain out. That's what people thought it used to be until yeah. he did yeah, this. Like a one and done. Yeah, you get it and you drag it out. Yeah. That's how everyone used to think it was. I think it's like in the nineties. It's gonna be mm. gross. 
so what they use so here's what it actually is oh god you feed the entire hook inside the head yeah and once once the whole hook is inside like if you think about it going all the way up the mm-hmm. nose you feed the hook in and you kind of rotate it around so the whole hook gets inside your head and then you rotate it so it's, it's like, a whisk it's yeah. like a whisk you scramble oh, them brains. and, and, and you, it's like scraping out the bottom of a bowl from with the, the skull. spoon yeah and what you do you're... is you rotate it enough and then you invert the corpse to where their nose is pointing is is pointing to where the brain becomes viscous enough you mm-hmm. basically Whoa. scramble the brains until it becomes liquid until it pours out your nose and it pours out your nose that's it, badass it, like, like snot it leaks out your nose like that so it's not the fatality that I thought it was it's no. a different fatality so, yeah <laughs> like, the, the inside of your skull is super hard like that yeah. like it is yeah. like it's one of the hardest bones in the body yeah. so it totally makes sense that you could just you could really get in there and go fucking scrape deep. it clean scrape, scrape and all it that. clean Excess brain off the and roof you of your skull. Yeah, and, and fucking then, rad. So, so it, but that's it, using your head. <laughs> oh god! Uh, my my, my is, tummy just did like five somersaults. Oh, I, it's I the grossest it's, thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> so we spray our cor- we we take the organs out of our corpses and then we spray paint them with makeup <laughs> and then we wheel them out so everyone can be like. I knew them when they didn't look like this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're they like, look like shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, we didn't do any of that. That's fucked up. But we did scramble their brains until it ran out their nose like a fucking scrambled egg. Well, here's yeah. what they did too. Here's what they did too. So there can't be any more left in there. And the thing is, is you're just letting it drain out their nose. Yeah. You're not getting everything. Are, are they? Are There's no way. Like, I was gonna say, yeah, like a ketchup, yeah. <laughs> ketchup bottle. No, no. You gotta stick a knife up in there. Well, That's well, what they well you take you, you take a rod with with some some linen because they had linen back then. Mm-hmm. The priests actually oh, clean it up. The priests wore linen, but but uh, you take some linen. So grab some of your priest robe and just shove it yeah, up there. Yeah, you keep doing that <laughs> and, and and you keep pulling it back out until there's no blood. Like wiping your ass. Like wiping your ass. <laughs> okay. So you keep looking at it, and it's like, oh, still blood? Oh, we gotta do it again. Hmm. And you keep doing that until there's no blood. And then what you do is then down the same nose hole, you pour resin. Mm-hmm. And you fill the head with resin. Mm-hmm. And it helps preserve the body. That's wow. Cool. Yeah, so it's all solid resin in there. Mm-hmm. Crack uh, it open, it's like a reverse like fucking like chocolate on like Christmas day. <laughs> it's, like a cho- it's like an Easter bunny. <laughs> yeah, or like a Cadbury cream egg kind of yeah, situation. There you go. I like how they're like or like inside of those hollow bunnies you see like a reverse image. <laughs> All that fucking brain matter they're like I don't know what this shit does let's get this out of here. I they, know. They didn't know what the they're brain like, did so they threw like, the brain away. They didn't put the trash. brain in the in, in the canopic jars. Wow. Take that liver don't fucking drop it it's super important. It wasn't valuable the brain, like the heart. Fucking scramble it up pour it on the ground I don't fucking You don't care. want to drop the no. heart. Yeah. It'd be Hope like a one tree hill when that dog ate it. Is it Chad Michael Murray who looks so I think sad so. about it? People at home, just Google like one tree hill dog eats heart and is, watch the shortest is, clip you can find. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen on a TV show in my whole fucking life. Like, who wrote that? That was on primetime. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I never and watched that show, but I've seen that credits clip. during that. So that's how the st- that's how the episode started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's real. <sighs> so uh, they 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 always say, oh well, you got to put the body in in, in the natron, right? And and we already talked about that, but but they never say how much natron. Yeah. For a whole human body to dry out in, right? So they got to eyeball it. Well, they figured. I like stars. Be, because. 
because the only thing that dictates where your blood goes when you die is gravity. Mm. So they, they, they figured out where to put the most natrin, right? And then you're supposed to let it sit for 35 days. Mm. This whole process takes 70 days, including the mourning process. That's more of a social thing. But including the mourning process, it all takes about 70 days. 35 days, though, it's supposed to sit in the natrin. You're supposed to leave it alone. And then you take it out of the natrin after 35 days. And it doesn't smell. Surprisingly enough, it does not smell. It's totally preserved. You take it out, but it's like caked on. It's like concrete. You're and you can chisel it out. People into pickles. They pickled them. Pickle people. Well, well oh, when Bob Breyer was doing this, he was, you know, he, you have to ask these scientific questions. He goes, well, okay, there's two different types of nature or, or nature and solutions we can use. We can do dry or we can do wet. Yeah. A, a dry right. rubber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a pickle. Yeah. Like a pickle or, or like steaks. just salting, like jerky. Yeah. Right. So, so the thing is, is. Do you, do you want to pickle your, your mummy or do you want to like. You, know, you want to dry it out. Dry it out. Jerk it. Jerk, do you want jerk to, it. Do you want to put it on a sandwich, or do you want Rocky to punch it? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, they they figured, because you don't know, but they figured that, that if, if the Egyptians want all the moisture out, then it would be counterintuitive to have a solution. Yeah. And if there were indeed solutions, then we would have found vats, vats of mixing it in wet solutions, which we've never found. So that's not a, a real thing. So it was dry. Rub. It was dry. It was a dry rub. So, 600 pounds for a human body needs to be in natrin. That's what they found out. 600 pounds? Fuck. Wow. That's why it's so expensive. And they're getting... Paprika, onion powder, (laughs) garlic powder. Well, they don't Uh, do that just yet. Chop up some leeks. Oh, yeah, you gotta get some leeks in there. So, you really dig them out because it's all caked now. Mm -hmm. It's all caked in there. So, you really dig them out. And honestly... It's not, you know, the way a mummy looks, like their skin is all like flat, like mm-hmm. the way a mummy looks. It's yeah. not the 3,000 years that makes them look that way. It's the natron. Oh, wow. They, they already look, look like that. that. They so just right out of the natron. Wow. They, they had like some work this. done. I had assumed it was It's something they time. found out. It's yeah. something they found out when they did it. That's what makes them look like a mummy. Well, that's probably no why they're so shit. well preserved is they've already, yeah. the, the already time is done. It's yeah. already, yeah, it's already done. It's already completely done. So... Honestly, though, after after 35 days, what they found out is because they wanted to wrap him like a pharaoh. And what they found out is that they couldn't cross the arms. They would snap in half. Because, because you're supposed to leave them after the 35 days by themselves because they're still a little juicy. Uh. Yeah. They still got a little bend in them. Yeah. Right? So if you just leave them there and you don't cross the arms at that point then it's impossible to cross the arms. Okay. They found that that, that they out. They fucked that up. So uh so they wrapped it. Gotta do another one. But he's but he's basically <laughs> know, right? he's basically Gotta a throw control this mummy. One in the furnace. <laughs> Let's turn over again. He's a control mummy because anything that they do to an ancient mummy, they can compare to this one. You know? Yeah. Does the degradation of DNA because you know we we've since experimented on DNA studies with with, with, with the mummies. It's how they found out like Okay, well, is DNA degraded because of three thousand years, yeah. or is it degraded because of the mummification process oh, as a whole? Mm. So they can they can compare that. So like they send samples of of their control mummy to other places to compare with ancient mummies, mm-hmm. right? It's super interesting. But Ramsey's mummy, where I was getting to, you know, because once you wrap them and once you get all the amulets and stuff on them, you put them in the different bejewel coffins him. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you bejewel them. Uh, once you do that, you know, he's there forever, right? But, again, he Ramses was moved. 
He was moved because people were, were robbing temples. Even after the old kingdom, people were already robbing temples. Anyway, he was discovered, fully discovered, I should say, in the 1880s. And he wasn't treated as a historical artifact. He was treated as a dead body. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't taken care of. His body wasn't taken care of. They weren't of. like, this guy was in the Bible. They were like, who's this dummy? Well, well yeah. they were just thinking about it as a dead body. So mm-hmm. so they weren't trying to like like spray Scotchgard yeah, right. on him. You know, they weren't trying to save him. They were like, this arm came off. Look at it. It's a guitar. <laughs> they, were, they were just <laughs> trying to... They were just letting it sit, right? Yeah. Like a, like a, any dead yeah. body would. So he grew fungi on him. Oh, no. And it degraded the body. Oh, so it came they, to life! So what they had to do... Kind of. <laughs> what they had to do was they sent him to England. And at that point, it was the only mummy to ever leave Egypt. Mm-hmm. They all got cursed. Big time. So what happened is that Ramses got full foreign dignitary treatment. Oh, interesting. Like any king, any foreign visiting yeah. power. Wait! He had... His own passport. Yeah, made. I was about to say. I remember this. I remember because how do you check this. a mummy through customs? Mm-hmm. You know, no. Give him a he was given a full passport with his mummified face on it. <laughs> it's a real thing. You can look it up. It's I'm a real thing. It it's pretty ridiculous. And and uh, so we will post pictures on our social media for this because it's. Well, well, look. I, I'm not going to post pictures of mummies. I just think it's a little distasteful. What about the passport? I'm not going to do that. Oh. You know what? The place where I will post it is on our Discord. Is on our Discord for our Patreon. I will pals. post it on Discord, but I won't put it on on social media just because everybody sees it. And man, I'm bothered. I'm bothered. Yeah, yeah. By, by, by by mummies and e- stuff. Even so when it has I, the trigger warning stuff. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to see some hot mummy on passport action, <laughs> you gotta join our Patreon. Hop on the Discord and I understand. You can also Google it yourself, pretty. You could Google it you yourself, could. but I mean, why not? I just did. Not but give us money. Give us money. Okay. Give us money okay. anyway. Yeah. So so he was he was. Uh, they were like, well, what do we do? They found a bunch of different species of fungi on this thing, and they were like, what do we do? So what they did is gamma radiation. Mm. They are radiated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do this. They do this to surgical instruments to make sure that they are completely clean. Yeah. They irradiate them so nothing lives on them. So they're completely sterilized. So they did that to to Ramses. They irradiated his body with gamma rays so nothing is on it. And then they put him in a plexi box that is, it has uh, an atmosphere of nitrogen. Because nothing lives in nitrogen. Right. So, he is back home safe in the Museum of Cairo, as as Egyptologists like to say, dead and well. <laughs> but you can go and see yeah, I was wondering maybe a face right of the Bible. Yeah. You, know, you can go and see something that old, that is truly amazing. This guy might have met Moses. May have. May have. If, Mo- if Moses existed. <laughs> no, he only met one guy. He, well, he, you know, Moses and Ramses, it was like a, his alter ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he also Batman. he also probably met a lot of his kids. Well, the th- <laughs> At least a hundred other guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, too, is, uh, you know, Ramses, uh, we actually have him. We actually have his body. We got him. <laughs> Whether or not the Moses story even happened. Oh, yeah. That's besides the point. We have this body, a body of a person. We know exactly what he looks like. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Caesar looks like. We barely know what Napoleon Bonaparte looks like. He has a death mask and a life mask. That's it. Mm-hmm. And paintings. 
That doesn't prove what he looks like. We have the real body of mm-hmm. Ramses the second. Ladies we and know, gentlemen, we got him. We know yeah. exactly <laughs> what he looked like. You can't say that for most people throughout history. Mm-hmm. You can't. And he's much older than yeah. all of those people. George Washington, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. Ramsey could take him in a fight. And, honestly, <laughs> let's... I don't think so, to be honest. What, <laughs> Ramsey versus fucking George Washington? Oh, big time George Washington. No, Ramsey the second would fuck him up. How can we keep calling him Ramsey? Ramsey's the second. Ramsey. Ramsey would fuck Ramsey. up George Washington. <laughs> Ramsey, because he had that big Gordon, little... Gordon Ramsey could take George Washington. Yeah. <laughs> George Washington was a big dude. I don't think so. I don't buy it. He'd hit him with some uh, rustic Gordon moves. Ramsey is scrappy. Yeah. I think Gordon Ramsey would... Uh, he has that catcher's mitt face. I think Gordon Ramsey He could take might. a punch. <laughs> I, Gordon Ramsey, maybe. He, he, he would demoralize Washington. the shit out of George Washington and then yeah. would, like, sucker punch him. But, uh... <laughs> Ramsey's number Zach. two. Uh, I, I I think uh, he knows a couple people that will uh, jump into the fight, into the fray, and then he would He's win. Got some thugs. No, he would he would fucking lose the fight, then tell everyone he won. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's Pretty much. Happened. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah, because it's like, well, none of my friends are over he, here. He was like the Jake Paul somewhere. of his time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But only the Jake Paul stuff exists. Yeah. Like, strip away all the rest of our society yeah, and just yeah, yeah. keep keep the Jake and Logan Paul stuff. Yeah. I, it's like, Ramsey's the great, you yeah. know. Gross. Look how cool I am. But, honestly, Ramsey's the second, and really any pharaoh, but Ramsey's the second. I, I mentioned the fact that they didn't call him pharaoh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, making yeah. sure. Okay. He was looking for immortality. He got it. Yeah. He's still here. Yeah. And we still talk about him He's, to this day. We're talking he, about him today. He'll never he, find peace until truly, they open that nitrogen tomb. And yeah. Like, and He's truly immortal. He yeah. is. He's still conscious in there. That's He's, what happens. <laughs> He's screaming in there. <laughs> yeah. and, well, sometimes, sometimes mummies do move involuntarily. Mm. Oh. And, and, and spooky. there's been records of some mummies moving when mm-hmm. they were discovered. And it's just from, you know, changes in, in air pressure and things that makes like sense this. To me. Yeah. Curses and, you know, yeah. stuff. Yeah. You're, by the way, when you open a tomb, you're not supposed to go directly in. You have to wait for it. But you gotta wait to for the it. curse to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta wait for that curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things in there that could kill you. And then you you also, as as somebody who is trying to preserve the place, any time by by the way, uh, Nefertari's tomb is uh, structurally uh, not sound. Mm. And also, it's not up to code. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to let you in because anytime you perspire in there, anytime somebody mm-hmm. is in there perspiring, you are changing the atmosphere, and you're you're in a sense destroying the temple. Oh yeah! Each time anyone goes uh, in, everything about a human body just oozes like destruction. It costs money. It's one of the few temples that costs money to get in, mm-hmm. and they only sell a certain amount of tickets each day it's open. Mm-hmm. Wow! And the Getty Museum that restored it. And that's super interesting, too. Well, they decided that, that when they found it, because it was already sort of ruined in places, they are like, well, we could fix it back to where it was. But and why? you'd never yeah. know. So they did it in a section, in just a section. And the parts that they replaced, they put a small faint, you, you can see it if you're up close, but they put a small faint, uh, faint cross hatching. So that's how you know that it that this is not... Yeah. Ancient, it's modern, mm-hmm. but you know what it looks like now because they put in the you know, they put in the, the new part, the new parts. Super interesting, yeah, super interesting. And a lot of this stuff, man, this is just a toe in into into ancient Egypt. 
and thank you to our my two sources that I kind of I, I kind of made myself right I put them together myself but uh, my two sources Dr. Bob Breyer he is like he's kind of like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of e- Egyptology thank you Dr. Bob uh, Dr. Bob <laughs> Breyer he is fantastic uh, and uh, Dr. Kara Cooney uh, who wrote uh, When Women Ruled the World it's a fantastic book seriously fantastic go go get that book it's it's it's, it's amazing and uh, she she has several books out all worth reading uh, but those two is is kind of where I'm coming from here so those are my sources I feel like we covered so much we covered the life and times of Ramsey the second we covered uh, kind of the the greatest hits of uh, the book of Exodus and we covered. I mean, that is the book of Exodus. Wait, we covered the book of Exodus. You know what? Like, not even like we, Genesis is the one with a bunch of crazy stories yeah. in it. And and then after that, we covered. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, kind of all of the highs and lows of becoming a mummy and 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 yep. discovering <laughs> and the, the creamy middles and the creamy the creamy middles. <laughs> well, and not even that. Like like how how to rediscover how mummification works in a modern setting. Right. Yeah. We, so, we also discussed really about uh, Elvis and Costello. Yeah, and <laughs> how they got spooked by the yeah, mummy curse when they met the mummy. Yeah. So we're the All history right. boys. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for listening. I am Christopher Whedon. I am Tyler Armentrout, uh, passing all of the housekeeping to Jerry before I go. Oh, well, you know what I'm going to do, Tyler? Yeah? I'm going to pass the book. Back to me? No, best, back over to Zach. Oh. And I'm just going to say... Thank you so much for listening, my dear listener. I love you. Once you say your name, you don't got to talk anymore. So much. Yeah. I know. I, that's why I'm talking about. That's why I'm doing this. Thank you so much for listening. We all love you so much. Zach, who are you? Hi, I'm, I'm Zach Mack, and I'm a history boy. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, please uh, become a patron pal. Uh, head over to Patreon uh, patreon.com slash historyboys, B-O-I-Z, yeah. uh, and you can, uh, just for as low as a dollar, you'll be able to access the Discord and hang out with us during our monthly Beers, Beers with the boys, the boys, or uh, bud, uh, Suds with the Buds fucking uh, libation Sk- conversation. Cold S- ones with the old ones is my favorite. What's yeah. the... S- Skulls with the pulls or yeah. pals? Yeah. It's, it doesn't yeah. sound great when you write it out, when you... Yeah. St- uh, it, when you write it, it's cool. Yeah. 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 What we're basically saying is you it's get party. to have a fucking drink with us and laugh and, and and just hang out, whatever. We do that at least once a month, and it's great, and it's fantastic, and it's a, it's a fucking party. You can come and go as you please, like any fucking house party. Ask questions. Uh, ask questions. Uh, like, uh, we, we have plenty of channels on our Discord. Show off your pets. Uh, talk video games. Talk talk the video games. Uh, if you're interested in helping us out, that doesn't cost you a cent. You can leave us a five star review on on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen to us from. That helps us out immensely. Yeah, puts us up on the charts. Yeah, man. And by the way, can I just say this? Mm-hmm. We yeah. are number fifty four on the charts of comedy podcasts in Liberia. <laughs> Thank you so much, Liberian listeners. I see you. Thank you so much. People of Monrovia and the larger Liberian area, I we really appreciate all of your support uh, throughout the whole process. This has really <laughs> been about you. Um, our listeners in North America, other parts of the world, we 
really don't care so much about. <laughs> uh, That's not true. And, and, this has and, always and, been a Liberian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and our show will never be behind a paywall. All of our regular episodes will always be free. That's a promise that we will make to you. That like there's there's been talk, uh, you know, with Apple and and with certain places that they might put it behind a paywall. We will we will do everything that we can to keep our regular episodes free for everyone who wants to listen. Cool. Just want to let you know. I will fight Tim Cook to the death with a knife in my teeth. <laughs> with a death before knife. Before he lets... Yeah, with a death... A hooked death knife in yeah. my teeth before I let him put our episodes behind a paywall. Yeah. I'm going to say, look here, you old billionaire. I'm going to get uh, you. Anyway, uh, again, I'm Jerry Nash, your, your humble history boy. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, we love each and every one of our listeners to the nth degree. Zach, do the thing. Love you, bye!